What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Ya yeah, No New no, Yeah. We are bringing you a bit of a longer episode today, um, longer than we anticipated, but we talk about a lot of topics. We talk about some music stuff, some life stuff, and then we dive into three different movies, Spirited Away, Thor Love and Thunder, and The House That Jack Built. As always, don't forget about the timestamps in the description of the episode if you want to avoid any spoilers for any of these topics. Also, keep an eye out for the poll if you're on Spotify. And yeah, don't hesitate to give us feedback on anything about the podcast. You can find us at Views by Quinn and Movies Music Me on Instagram. Things are changing with the podcast. We're evolving, but we're always looking for people to send in questions or give us feedback of any kind. So we appreciate that and rate us if you haven't. But anyway, let's get into the episode. talking about whiskey yeah <laughs> so you're triggered can't drink by whiskey anymore <laughs> yeah well you've got your gin so that i mean will have to suffice i actually um was like in the store for like a while looking for that like old smoky one you told me about it's good but, um, i don't know if it's just an american thing though because it's like old smoky tennessee and like would they really have this in australia i, 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 I only found the moonshine like, oh they only yeah. have moonshine from that brand for hmm. some reason yeah but i haven't I tried that got old virginia honey Ooh, honey yeah and it's like it's nice enough but i i had it with some diet coke and i was just like (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah don't do the diet coke i think regular coke would be good i never mix with diet pop you know i'm trying to eat healthy that's (laughs) i'm trying to i'm trying to mix my alcohol with diet pop now to be healthier (laughs) well yeah. Small steps. It's small steps. Yeah. Yeah. It's something. Well, I'm drinking I this. Could just have it straight. That's true. <laughs> I'm drinking this Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. So it's a beer. So I mean, you wouldn't have tried it. I'm guessing. It's really what does good. IPA stand for? Uh, fuck. I don't know if it. I don't know if it stands for anything. I think it's just an IPA. Like that's the name of a. Like, cause you know, when it comes to beers, you have lagers, uh, IPAs, stouts. <laughs> lagers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or loggers <laughs> l-a-g-e-r how do you say it over sounded there? like an r well yeah Lager. oh an ipa is a li- a type of light colored beer similar to bitter typically with a higher than average alcohol and hop content so it's like it's like a bitter type i mean i don't know how to explain this without making it sound gross i don't know it's good i just don't like beer in general really it's, it's an acquired taste i mean i like i said i used to like beer a little mm-hmm. bit but then there was a beer incident there was a wait did we already talk about the beer incident uh i just know the whiskey know. incident <laughs> how many incidents the are there incident. <laughs> oh my whole life uh, is an incident oh yeah well recently there was a vodka incident oh I god there's an incident that. with every damn type of alcohol well, see maybe alcohol in general is an incident yeah no, it's not. It's fine. <laughs> Haven't had a gin incident yet. I could keep okay. going. Okay. Yeah. But now the beer one was just like I was on like a night out or something. I think I went to um, one of my siblings like shows that they put on something like that. And I just met this random girl, danced with her like the whole night, drank nothing but Corona. And um, like I stayed at her place. I still don't know her name. I don't know who <laughs> she was. We didn't like do anything uh-huh. we just like slept in the same bed had like conversations all night long and then i woke up and i was like where the fuck am i oh, who is this damn and then i just like went home in an uber and like i had to get like well i, I went i took the uber to like 
the train station and then I had to take two trains that took me like an hour and a half to get home <laughs> and I was just like pale-faced hung throwing up like non-stop Ugh. yeah damn. like I just looked like a fucking zombie it was horrible damn I hate cor- like the beer corona I really hate it it's really yeah I think it's the worst it's my it's least the only one I can drink really that's yeah it's weird because it's just I hate the flavor I just do it's like the only beer I won't drink that's why they There's put limes in it that I just don't like oh yeah I don't know. I'll drink I mean, pretty the much anything. Classic but... Australian beer is VB. And that's VB. Like, yeah, it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Never heard of that. It's a staple of Australia. <laughs> wow. You'll have to bring some when you visit. Oh wait, no, they probably won't let you bring <laughs> Absolutely alcohol. Absolutely not. not... <laughs> you shouldn't drink VB anyway. Like you oh. might as well just drink out of a toilet. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking horrible. True. I had like a little, just quick thing I wanted to. Uh huh bring up but i mean it's like nothing to do with like anything we plan talking about or anything just um i wanted to like bring up this like tiny thing like out of nowhere honestly just spontaneously Mm -hmm. i was just thinking about it last night but do you have like any artists that like really fell off for you and you get like super disappointed whenever you think about it because like Mm -hmm. totally i can think of at least a couple off the bat uh and they're big ones um but i think uh well, from when I was in like middle school, middle school to early high school, mainly middle school, like I was much younger than my favorite band of all time was Green Day. And I think they yeah. fell off after what was their album? 21st Century Breakdown. Everything after that has mm. been crap, in my opinion. And I felt I mean, I kind of grew out of them anyway. But that album was like 2009. In terms of full albums, I've only heard American Idiot, mm. sure. which is their most mainstream. So, I mean, I, I understand yeah. why you heard that. But but man, they have some great ones. Like, I, I think Dookie, mm. everyone considers their best. But there's a ton of like just great albums. In oh, their I didn't past. even say um, Keelan recently saw them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he, he had like this um, string of like weekends or something where he went to see a bunch of concerts. Mm. And it was like Phoebe Bridges, St. Vincent. And then there was like a day of Weezer, Fall Out Boy and Green Day. <laughs> oh, damn. Wow. Nice. Yeah, they were my yeah. they were my first concert back in 2008, I think. That was oh, really? like yeah, my first major like concert, like big, you know, big artist, big band. Yeah, they were my first. I remember my first concert was one that I didn't like care about at all. Mm. The first one I actually wanted to go to was Flume. Mm. I remember that. Mm. And it was yeah. really good. Nice. Um but yeah, the only other big artist I can think of that I was into for a long time and they just totally fell off was uh eminem <clears throat> i think he totally fell off oh, yeah. after his last good album was i think marshall mathers lp2 which came out like what 2013 or something i don't know uh but yeah that yeah. was the, that was the last like one i really enjoyed and everything else has just been bad it's just been bad but yeah i used to listen to a bit of eminem when i was younger i'm, I'm pretty sure my mom had like the curtain call like compilation <laughs> album and yeah listen to that like a lot mm. and that has some fucking bangers hell like, yeah god damn yeah it does but ev- everything outside of that i don't really know all that well but mm. i did hear that he fell off pretty bad so yeah I mean, he was like my introduction i think to like rap in general like growing up like because i didn't i never really liked rap until I, I think he was my first artist I really got into. But yeah, I heard all of his albums up until like whatever his one after Marshall Mathers LP2 was. And I just could not listen to it. And ever since, I just haven't bothered. But anyway, yeah, those he probably are... was my introduction into rap as well, I think. But mm. like the one that I 
connected to the most after that was Kanye. Mm, same. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Just through graduation in 808. So I was like, yeah. oh, over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. What about Such you, though? Well, I was just thinking last night because I was yeah, super drunk and stuff. But like, <laughs> have you ever listened to any Calvin Harris? No, but I've heard of him. Well, mm-hmm. he fell off hard in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. Because like, his first two albums, like, I played the fucking shit out of him when I was <laughs> younger. Like, over and over again. He's just such a... He was such, like, a creative electronic artist, I think. Mm. And, like, I don't know, after his... His third album is, like, okay, but, like, everything after that, it's just, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it's so generic. Damn. Like, so generic. I wanted to just, like, play, like, a short, like, clip from, like, one of his songs and then, like, go back to one uh-huh. of his songs from, like, the early albums. And I could just show you. Oh, yeah. It's like, we can cut this out in mm-hmm. editing because I'm pretty sure I'll get, like, oh, yeah. fucked by some kind of... Oh, copyrighted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hold, please. It's a good head bobbing, head bobbing song. <laughs> it's just yeah. so cool. It is, it is. And he had an album before that as well that was just so good. What was his last like, good album then? Just if I ever give him a listen, I'll like kind of know. I would say like, I mean, honestly, just listen to his first two mm-hmm. and like you'll know how good he used to oh. be. But like, I mean, his third album had songs that like everybody knows, like, you know, Feel So Close, mm. um, Bounce, mm. uh, what was that? What was that one fucking song? We found love in a hopeless place. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think yeah. I've heard that. Yeah, it's just like a bunch of those ones from like hmm. late two thousands, I guess. But yeah, nice. um, when he was like up and coming and stuff, he was just so good. Yeah, I would. And so okay, and I miss old Calvin Harris so bad. Yeah, I know. I miss a lot of those older like versions of those artists too. Like I think another for me, this was also a big introduction into rap for me. But Fifty Cent. I, I loved his first two albums. Oh, yeah. And then he just completely fell off. Like, totally. But, yeah. Shit. I guess, who's a... Well, that... Okay, let's flip it. Like, who's an artist or band or whatever that you think get only better and better with each album? Like, they keep getting better. Because, I mean, a lot stay consistent. But, like, I don't know. You can argue Death Grips. You can argue it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Maybe. I mean, I know I'm not like the biggest know, they... fan of their latest album, but I mean, but you're not the biggest fan of their first. No, I'm not. So I think it like it's it's ups and downs with them. Like they hit really yeah. highs and then they kind of drop in, and yeah. But I think oh man, another one. I like pretty much all of Bjork's music, but man, those first two albums are on a whole nother level than everything else she's done. I think her first two albums. I mean, are I can fucking ten out of tens. Even me. though I'm not a even though I'm not a big fan, like yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. She like, really just her, yeah. her last one was just like, eh. yeah. She, her first two albums were much more creative and memorable, I think. But anyway, yeah. I'm trying to think of ones that like get better as they go, but like the only thing I could think of is like probably. I mean, it's a basic answer because it's my favorite band, but like Radiohead, Tom York, and stuff mm. like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah, Tom York especially because like his like solo stuff is just. Uh, I don't know. He, he's on another level. Like he just gets more and more creative with each album somehow. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, so it's hard. I'm I'm looking through my Spotify artists and I literally don't know. Like all of them kind of just stay the same for me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. As long as there's some good tunes now and then. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think uh, Kanye is kind of another ups and downs because like he's <laughs> had some fucking great albums and drops a bit, and then has great albums and drops. So yeah, never mind.
mean, his last three for me have been like. Ugh. Oh really? I think what was his last? I know his last one, but oh I. Thunder. Oh yeah, and then which were the last two you didn't like that much or care? Well, it was Jesus is King mm. and um, Yay. Oh, but I like Jesus is King. I like both in of terms those. of the production. Mm-hmm. I like the production, but the lyrics like are terrible. <laughs> the lyrics are yeah, pretty bad. Um, Closed on Sunday, you my Chick Fil A. <laughs> I was literally about to say. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I thought I I liked Yay and Kid See Ghost, but I think his last best album was Life of Pablo. That album fucking slapped. That was great. What's that one fucking line from Jesus King again? What if Eve made apple juice? You gonna do what Adam do? Or Wait, say, baby, let's put this back on the tree. Oh, I don't remember. We got everything we need. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember that one. Oh, what if Eve made apple juice? God, wow, man. <laughs> Kanye's lyrics, though, they're they're there's some real gems in there. Like, what's the one on oh, off yeah. of Life of Pablo? I mean, not even like, but they're like on. I don't know if they're so bad that they're good or like just ridiculous to where like what's the one off life of pablo there's one oh <laughs> oh my god let me let me think something about bleach and like a t-shirt and oh bleach asshole yeah yeah if, <laughs> and if <laughs> and if i fuck this model she got bleach on wait what well, has to go how does it go <laughs> i can't remember okay i need to look this up because it's gonna bother me but it's one of my favorite kanye lines ever i still think like probably the best song songs on that album are like 30 hours in saint pablo oh those are good 30 hours uh i like father stretch my hands and part two and there's just so many oh an ultralight beam oh yeah that's good that's a good opener waves i love waves and wolves Mm -hmm. that whole album was really good uh okay i just gotta this is uh explicit kids all right (laughs) but now if i fuck this model and she just bleached her asshole then i get bleach in my (laughs) t-shirt I'm gonna feel like an asshole. <laughs> oh, oh I was high when I met her. Okay, I'm done. That was that's just it's Holy too good. Shit. Classic Kanye. But I think um Jesus, man, that one I've the more and more I listen to oh, it. Jesus that's yeah. The more and more I listen to it, it's like tied for my favorite Kanye album. It really is. Same. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. Really I think we have the like same that. top two. Yeah. Really? Is, oh, is, yours, is your other one graduation? Oh, graduation? No. I, graduation's well, great. Honestly, but... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, graduation is really, really great, and it has mm-hmm. such a distinctive sound. But mm-hmm. I can't get past the fact that like drunken hot girls. Sucks. Yeah, <laughs> like, drunken that, hot girls. Uh, Barry Bonds isn't that great. Like yeah. to me, Big Brother. Eh. Like there's some not. Hey, oh, Big Brother. Oh, you like Big, Big Brother? Great. <laughs> we need to do a Kanye episode, and then we can really go through all his albums. We oh, still have yeah. to do that. But yeah we should yeah but no yeah Jesus is just people i like how i knew people were gonna hate that album like when it came out it's really experimental oh yeah especially for such like a mainstream artist like people were not ready for that but like now people are coming around and loving it so yeah it's just it's fantastic it really is and it feels like it was the last time that he was like really really creative Mm -hmm. I would say so yeah like have you have you heard donda yet oh yeah I've, i've listened through it i think it's I, I thought it was pretty good. It's way too long. It's like a six or a seven for me, but it, it's totally listenable. It's just too yeah. long and bloated and kind of basic in a lot of ways, but I don't know. It was my number one disappointing. Really? Yeah, it, it was disappointing, it's, but... 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I just don't. It could have been way better, especially if it was like tightened up a bit. Yeah, it could have been way better, but it also could have been way worse. Like I, I there's not a, like a bad Kanye album. I can't think of like a downright bad album to be honest. But, but yeah. I still keep like blasting "God Breathed" on repeat. That song is great. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God, breathe on this. God, breathe on this. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Good shit. Um, it is good shit. <laughs> I was supposed to open like with some explanation about like the direction we're going in and oh. also like the good and bad thing oh wait what's the god damn it what's the direction and good and bad thing again i mean i, I feel like we should tell people that, that we're not doing like the um what we've been watching oh stuff yeah anymore well i of. mean we can yeah so the idea that me and liam were having um was that we're gonna give it a try <laughs> um like we're gonna have we're going to see how it goes, but if we can get just one episode out, like the beginning of each month of like going through everything that we watched in the prior month, just to get it all done at once, then we're going to give that a shot and see how that goes. And we got to talk about something else. Oh yeah. I, well, I wanted to start like a new trend, I guess, of like starting off episodes. I know we just went on a big tangent about like Kanye and shit like that, <laughs> but like... Oh, um, this was the, I remember this thing. Yeah, you yeah. mentioned, yeah. I just wanted to start us off each episode from now on just like say one good thing that happened to you recently and one bad thing that happened to you recently <laughs> have like a balance talk it out yeah it helps because that's life it's there's good and there's bad there's ups and downs yeah there's yeah there's yin yeah, and yang. And there's, there's, no yeah. yeah and there's no so yeah uh okay let me think i i see i didn't know if we were if we were starting out for this episode i'm gonna have to really think I mean, this episode's a bit of a free-for-all, really, I think. Um, so if you know what you, like, what good and bad thing happened to you, you can go right ahead. I'm gonna have to think. But I've been trying to think, too. So. <laughs> I think the um, the good thing, probably, for me lately, is just, like, honestly working out more. There you go. Really? Yeah. Like, I haven't done that properly in, like, ages. And, mm-hmm. I don't know, it just feels good to actually, like, yeah, you know, commit to it and do something rather than just like try and accept the fact that like i'm not happy with the way i look i'm just like actually trying to do some stuff about it mm-hmm. even though i might not always I, I might not eventually get to a point where i'm like totally happy or anything i don't think i'll ever be like 100 percent happy with the way i look mm-hmm. or anything but you can't be really. no no you know? i was just about to say like i i mean i always say about talk about how like i wake up early and go to the gym before work but like despite how much I try and work out and eat healthy and all that, I'm still not happy with the way I look. So like, I'm still trying to get to that point. So yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat, but I mean, yeah, that's, I think once you accept that, like, you're not going to get to a point where you're 100% happy, you can be a little bit more happy with the way things are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you don't always have to strive for absolute perfection. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with like, you know, keeping like a healthy diet and stuff like that as well like that kind of stuff can eat away at you too yeah but like as long as you're like conscious of what you're eating and stuff and all that like it's fine mm-hmm. I, and I don't think that it should be a problem that you like fall off every now and then mm-hmm. you know yeah it's just normal yeah i mean everything in moderation you know like <laughs> it's okay to drink yeah. sometimes and eat shitty food sometimes but i i'm in the same boat i'm really trying to eat healthier keep active because it has, I mean, I've, I don't know if I've mentioned on the podcast, but like for a while, like years ago, I was 30 to 40 pounds, like overweight, unhappy, had like, I not much muscle. I was, it was mainly just fat and I was just miserable. 
and like it literally gets to a point to where you just like snap and like you keep i kept in my head every day i would imagine like this is what i want to look like fuck everything else i'm just gonna try and get to that see if i can do it and i did i lost like 30 pounds i got way happier so like it can happen you just have to really reach like a breaking point i don't know but yeah i mean everyone's situation is different the problem with me right now is just like it's not anything where it's a weight loss thing like it's more of a i just want to look more like i guess toned i Mm -hmm. guess because like we're just like muscle gain a lanky flabby mess right now (laughs) well i don't want to be like that i can well i mean i can always like give you advice off the i mean off the podcast too like here's like here's what you should do here's what you should eat because like i've I'm like getting in deep to this stuff to where like I'm fuck it. I, I need the Alexander Skarsgård routine. I want to look like the Northman. <laughs> fuck everything else. Yeah. I'm looking like the Northman bitch. <laughs> That's <laughs> so yeah. That'd be great. I know. We, yeah, that would be awesome. But it can happen. It's just it's literally it's it's hell. Like every day exercising, eating right. It, it's not fun, but I mean it. It helped well, the, me feel like, better. My my thing has just been okay. Every day after work, I'm gonna go and run like mm-hmm. after work, and it's like cold as fuck early morning, like <laughs> six a.m. And it's like it's yeah. it's shitty, but like once I'm done, I'm like I feel good. See, I did yeah, it. There you go. That exactly. And like the, honestly though, like lifting weights and stuff, like for me that is like so much easier than running right now. I mm-hmm. don't know what's going on. I think like, it is easier for almost everybody too. I get so out of breath so easily. But I used to yeah. do like a lot of cardio and stuff and I didn't get like as out of breath that quickly. But now I'm just mm. like <gasps> Yeah. Oh, I know I, I hear you. That was me when I first like started running. Like I bought like a treadmill and ran every day in our basement when I was really out of shape. And every day though, it did it got easier and easier, but man, I was like out of breath, sweating fast. Like I was like, what the fuck? Mm. But yeah, I, wish I mean I had now a treadmill, that'd be so much easier. Uh-huh it's i'm telling you it's worth it i mean if you're able to ever get one it's it helped me out a lot i gotta save for south dakota yeah that's true that's true yeah (laughs) how much you said you were like 30 to 40 pounds Uh how much is that in kilograms oh i don't know Uh, i only know pounds i don't know like but i was around um i was around like over 100 and i'm like I'm not a big guy, so I was like over 170 pounds, but it was all fat and like barely any muscle. And then every day I just I just said, fuck it. I did push-ups, sit-ups, ab exercises. I ran every single morning. I started lifting. And granted, people don't maybe know this, but like my dad uh, was a big weightlifter. He was like in powerlifting competitions. Like he literally made our entire garage into a gym to where I basically had a gym at home. So I was lucky to where I had all the stuff at my disposal. So I was like, I'm just going to make use of this before I moved out on my own, you know? But so, yeah, I mean, I had the resources, but yeah. Gyms are expensive. They they really are, man. Like that's the one thing, that's the one bad thing I don't like about ever since I moved out. Like I love having my own place, my own freedom, but I am paying like 50 bucks a month for a gym membership. So yeah, it fucking sucks. But I mean, I go every day or I try to at least to make myself not completely regret it but yeah i i looked up like 40 pounds to kg are you sure you meant 40 pounds because like it's 30 it, it was like more like 30 pounds no i wouldn't say 40 it was like 30. yeah but like it, it says in kg that's like 18 kg which is like the weight of a 
dog. No, that's <laughs> like, see, no, I don't, something's not right there. I don't, I only know pounds, but I know I lost about 30 pounds. I don't know what. Oh, you lost. Oh, I lost. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like you, you were 30 or 40 pounds. <laughs> In total. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I wasn't that. How no, tiny no, you? dude. I was, I was bigger than I wanted to be, and then I was like, I want to get okay, in total. Yeah. Like, how oh much my were god. You, like before the weight loss. Before the weight loss, I was like, like I said, I was like a little. I was probably somewhere between 170 and 180 pounds, which is average. But for me, it was like I'm a shorter guy, and it was all fat, and I had like not much muscle. So I, you know, I need to balance out the weight with how tall i actually am so yeah see 180 pounds in kg is 81 apparently Uh uh-huh um and i'm uh right now i'm pretty sure i'm 70 70 kg kg. so how much is that to pounds i i don't (laughs) i don't know i'm checking i'm checking okay 154 oh okay well damn you that's how much you weigh now you weigh more than me (laughs) do i yeah i only i mean last time i weighed myself i was maybe like 150 uh i don't know but you're, you're i think you're a bit taller as well like by you know i don't know by how much but maybe that's it I don't yeah know. but i'm not like i'm not fat or anything no no <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i mean if anything i'm underweight which is i, I mean odd. i think that's about average for how how tall we are so i mean i don't know well when i was at the height of like the big eating disorder shit like that was like it brought me down to like uh just under 60 kg mm. Which would be... And that was, like, fucked. Hang on. <laughs> 60... 132? Oh, wow. Yeah, Um, I that happens to where, like, I think there's times to where people, after they lose so much weight, like, they were... For me, I was, like, overweight, and that's why I wanted to lose weight. I kind of did it too much to where I think I got in the 130s range as well. And I was, like, you, my, I, my cheeks were sunken in. I was really skinny. So I was like, okay, I need to put on some actual muscle. Like now I lost the fat, but I need to put on the muscle. So I think I'm kind of where I yeah, would that's, like to that's be me, now. That's me right now. Uh, I'm trying to just put on more muscle. Mm-hmm. Like, well, like I said, I can, bulk. I'll tell you what I, my whole diet and like routine stuff that might help you. I mean, I, after this, I don't know. But right now I've just been having a lot of like nuts, mm-hmm. water, uh, mm-hmm. some other stuff. <laughs> I just have like yeah. a lot of protein shakes and like vegetables, meat, like you know, fruit, all that stuff. But apparently, you're supposed to have a lot of meat. But like, yeah. I it's, it's mainly like just protein. If you're meat. really wanting to build like protein, 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 that's all I can say. Like that's the main. Yeah. That's like a big part of it. But anyway, I uh, hope here's our health podcast. <laughs> here's our health <laughs> yeah. and fitness podcast. Throw us under that category now. Uh, this is a messy episode, but oh, that's fine. fine. I mean, yeah. Um, mm. and a bad thing that happened to me. <laughs> um, ah, uh, fuck. Mm. I get, uh, it wasn't like I'm pretty sure it was like right before the last recording, but I got robbed. Oh fuck! Uh, I, oh at, yeah, you told me this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not not me personally. I didn't mm-hmm. get robbed, but yeah, just some guy like came in and stole a phone charger oh. and like flipped me off and shit. Damn. And was, oh really? <laughs> Oh, damn i oh and then there was like this other incident like right before that where a woman like stole a phone charger too and then like came back afterwards like 
going on about like something in the motel next door like how her boyfriend was chasing her or something like that and i'm like you stole a phone charger from me i don't give a shit <laughs> like sort your shit out i'm calling the police and she just would not leave the store really? like, no matter how much we tried to like get her out and i was like dude wow why are you making this difficult fuck off see when you mentioned some people are just too much they are customer service jobs are kind of the worst but that's a lot of yeah. jobs um when you told me that you got robbed, I imagined like you were like held at gunpoint and you're like, give me the money in the register or something like that. I'm glad it wasn't like that. I was like, fuck. Yeah, no, but, no. <laughs> Not many people have guns. Oh, in Australia. Yeah. I guess I'm used, I'm too used to America. It's like every freaking. <laughs> well, in, in Perth mostly. Oh. Like, like Perth especially, but I'm pretty sure there are a few gun people. Oh in other places but perth is like a little utopia like not that much really well that's good i mean shit here it's aside like, from some knife crime yeah oh <laughs> knife crime well it's better than gun crime and shit look at us but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh that's a shame yeah that's life but anyway well yeah there you go i'm tr- oh, that whole time i could have thought about something good or bad that happened to me let me think okay <laughs> <laughs> okay well honestly something good like the the only good thing I can think of um, was that, uh, I mean, like we were talking about before, Liam is offering to take on a lot of the editing <laughs> for the podcast. So that's, oh, even on. though, I, no, really, that literally, like, even though I was hesitant about it before, because I'm so damn, I'm, I can be really controlling about things, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to relax and like, let things go and go with the flow. Like, I'm just imagining. I do think you get enough control anyway oh, yeah. if I like give you that mm-hmm. section of it yeah. and you like can just I agree. mess with it, you know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, but like I was just thinking about all like the, because I mean, you know, for my real life already, I, I'm working two jobs. I, I try to be active and like, you know, I don't have a whole lot of free time. So I'm thinking about like all that time I'm going to have more free now, maybe just to like, I don't know. It, it'll be nice it'll be nice if this stays like that <laughs> that's all i'm saying yeah so there's that that's a good thing uh and then a bad thing uh um god i don't know my life is for the most part it's just been a the same thing every day just go to work go home i guess that's a bad thing i mean it's see it, it would be bad most of the time but like i don't mind my two jobs like I, i'm thankful to where like my two jobs are pretty chill. Like they're pretty easy, and I, I like most of my coworkers. So, it's it's yeah, not bad. But um, just not getting enough sleep. I don't know. I would like to get more sleep. I've been tired a lot. <laughs> if you can count that as a bad thing that happened to me, just being tired because I need to sleep more. That's literally it. I mean, the I I've not been like as tired as usual lately because when I do like you know go for runs and work out and stuff after work like that tires me out quite a lot mm-hmm. and then i just crash yeah so mm-hmm. it's been better for me true i think so that's... I, I mean i'd recommend like maybe trying to like do some like small workouts at home or something like right before you go to bed that is true like that might help you it might um i think that's i kind of screw myself over because like i said i, I wake up at like 5 a.m every day like two hours before I go into work just so I can go to the gym where I know it's going to be less busy. So I think that's why I'm always tired. Like if I went to the gym at a normal time, like at night, there'd be more people, but I'd probably be less tired because I could sleep in, but I just hate people. So like, I just need to get away from yeah. people. I just, and the Especially gym, at the gym, it's just the like, gym you is look the at worst. so many people and you're like, 
why is everyone so hot? Well, why can't I look like not that? only that? Yeah, but I just I just hate being around people when I'm trying to work out. It's the worst. Like you're catching me in such a vulnerable state. Like get away from me. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I went to the gym and stuff and did like like mostly I did the rowing machine and mm. um, treadmills and stuff. Mm -hmm. But every time I was just like, you know, side eyeing everyone. Yeah. Like, are they looking at me? I hate are it. Exactly. Me? Same. That's why I always go in there with like a hoodie up. Like I'll put a hoodie up so like nobody can really see my face and like I can't really see them. I'm like, leave me alone. Even like in July when it's almost like 90 degrees, I'm like, I've got a fucking black hoodie on. It's like, I don't care. Just, mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, that's my good and bad. I would like to go to the gym again because like the equipment I like, but it's just... Yeah, it's, expensive. it's expensive yeah it's expensive it really is it's fucked yeah but, but i mean is that your bad thing just my bad thing is just like oh it's just it's, it's not really yeah. specific yeah i literally i can't think of a specific thing but it really is just i just need to sleep more like it's bad that i'm not getting enough sleep i don't know i'll think That's of something shitty. else like next time but... <laughs> that's all right yeah it's just a new way to start things off yeah Rather than just infinite watch list. Yeah, that's true. Seriously. Because that's like getting ridiculous. Now. Yeah, it is. Even though it's going to be way longer now, like in those other episodes, like it's going to be half of the episode. It'll be longer, but it'll be like at least not as frequent. At least all at once. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we have like some things to talk about, like movies, but um, there was one like small topic that I wanted to bring up because I've been thinking about it quite a lot lately. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking, like, about... Uh, another podcast was talking about, like, just we're living in the nostalgia era. And, like, mm. really, like, it's it's starting to bother me a lot more lately. Just, like, how much mm. of that shit is in film now. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just... It feels like it's non-stop. Like, film, games, music, TV so shows. much stuff. It's just, like... Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it's just, like... I think... I don't know. Where do, where do you fall on oh, it? Oh, so what's bothering you about it? The fact that you agree with him or the fact that people are complaining about it being a nostalgia era? No, no, no. Just, like, the fact that... Like, it is the nostalgia yeah. era. Like, it's just... It feels like it's implementing itself into everything so often lately. Mm -hmm. And it's, like... I do... I, I'm, I've had enough of, like, yeah. us not being more creative mm -hmm. and being more, like, new with things. Like, creating new things. I'm in the same boat like i haven't really complained about it much like i'm just kind of numb to it at this point because that's just like but no looking at recently like in the past couple years we've had i mean we've had spider you know no way home brings back all these characters like kenobi bringing back ewan mcgregor we have you know stranger things is like all this 80s nostalgia shit everything yeah. is so nostalgia now like especially when it comes to marvel and star wars and all that but like yeah, I, it's just a cheap... I think it's earned in No Way Home, at least. Yeah, there are cases, <laughs> yeah, there are cases to where it's earned, but, like, yeah, it is a really cheap way to just get people in the seats or, like, get people to click on your movie or TV show, like, oh, bringing back, like, we're rebooting this whole franchise, restarting this show, re you know, like, yeah, I wish there was I mean, more not creativity. To mention, like, not to mention Disney, like, with all the, fucking, you know, just... Aladdin remake, yeah. Lion King remake. Oh Milan god, I know remake. it's like it's so dude. lazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I haven't really thought about it until like you brought it up. The fact that yeah, it is like the nostalgia era. Damn, it's just getting to to be too much right now. Like mm -hmm. I I really I I really want people to be more creative with things, but like at some point they're gonna run out of all this shit, mm -hmm. and then eventually we're gonna wait 
another like bunch of years and then there's going to be nostalgia for things that are coming out now and then they're going to be another nostalgia <laughs> true era. it's That's just true. like i think why do they have to keep doing this shit yeah it's really cheap but like i think nostalgia is always going to be there it's always going to like be abused and like you know utilized and stuff but like i don't know yeah it's just an easy for like business wise like from a marketing and business standpoint it's like so much easier to get people on board with a a reboot of this or like you know seeing this old character because i mean you know like a fuck you know the light year movie like why why do we need a light year origin story i don't know because people like fucking toy story i guess but yeah and that's why like something like everything ever all at once was such a breath of fresh air is because that is like the most recent thing i can think of that is so unique and creative and like its own thing not based on anything else it's like so out of the box like yeah that's just an example i'm gonna say men okay well men too but <laughs> people are probably gonna be like oh the new 824 horror movie psychological one word movie it's like fuck Dude, off fuck. bitch you like it i do i love it it's a nine out of ten like yeah. it's you know my second favorite movie of the year but yeah i mean and yeah just like well i guess this doesn't really fall in nostalgia but like how batman has been rebooted so many times and it's constant like you know so many superhero movies more and more it's like they're not all nostalgia but it's just a laziness thing yeah constant joker god constant joker like (laughs) yeah i don't know it's it is frustrating i hope that we grow out of it i hope even though i'm enjoying a lot of superhero movies in the mcu one of which we'll talk about that we both saw but like I kind of hope we grow out of the nostalgia slash superhero phase because that's all it is. It's nostalgia superhero. It's like it's fun, but it's fucking it's getting old. It's getting it's getting kind of old. I don't even I don't have a problem with superheroes or anything like that, mm-hmm. but it's just the way that I mean, that's a separate thing for me, really. Mm-hmm. Like it's just sort of a, in a realm of its own, mm. but it's with anything like it's not just marvel or dc or whatever like just nostalgia is everywhere yeah. like i didn't i didn't actually watch the movie but i heard that like ready player one was just like <laughs> that a fucking nostalgia like bombardment i'll admit like and... i saw that movie in theaters with my brother and we had like a fun time like we both enjoyed it i even for some reason own it on blu-ray i don't know who got it for me but i have it but if i rewatch that i'd probably think the same thing in the moment it was fun seeing all these like old characters from like video games and shows and movies and all this stuff just like be brought to a movie it was fun but yeah it's totally cheap it's it's a cheap way to entertain it depends what's done with nostalgia like to make it interesting within like its own movie but it's just Mm -hmm. so often you're just like this is pandering like it's only pandering Mm -hmm. for some for some things right like you could probably say free guy falls and maybe the nostalgia fuck i wish that we had the yes, podcast when we uh when we both watched free guy because like if we were just coming off of that like that'd be a rant for the ages didn't you like it more than i did i gave it a star and a half i gave it a, basically a three out of ten uh, how much did you give it one out of ten. Oh, okay so it's like a half star then less it. than me i hated it too but i mean that's like a perfect example of like nostalgia bait shit anyway really like is. i mean the final fight oh god what the fuck the fucking spoilers for free guy fuck that movie yeah but uh it's just yeah the captain america shield the lightsaber and not only that but the fucking the music with it too the music they threw yep. in the i was literally rolling my eyes like 
I, I was so mad. Not only that, but the Chris Evans cameo. Oh, I, I know. Was like, Dude, that was I'm kind of fun, but like, <laughs> I, I was still pissed at that point. Like, it was funny. Like, for a second, I kind of did like a huh when I saw Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah, but that was it. <laughs> that I, face you made. <laughs> because I was like, <laughs> 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 yeah, I was like, <laughs> fuck it. It's like you just got like electric shocked, like slightly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like literally because I was basically dead after that point in the movie. And, and like, that's all my body could like do. I was like, huh, it's Chris Evans. And then I went back to being miserable. So, yeah. Uh, that was just a disaster of a movie. It really was. But it was like- it's just that was like the pinnacle of like what's wrong. I think I literally said free guys like the, the pinnacle prime example of what's wrong with modern Hollywood pretty much. That's what I thought after walking out of the movie. It's like the most corporate shit like shoved into a movie. Yeah. It's like a big commercial disguised as entertainment. And it's the Reddit movie. Yeah, it's Reddit the movie or t- something like that. Yeah. I, I don't even remember laughing once, honestly. I really don't. I think early but on. I was just miserable. And it was so long. Mm-hmm, it was long. It really did feel long. I think early on, I was having kind of, I was kind of having fun with it, trying to get into it. But then it got more and more frustrating and more and more just nostalgia baity or like cheap fan service, whatever, throughout the entire movie. And I was like, is this what the whole movie's going to be? Because there's nothing else good. Not only that, but there's like so many, not just in Free Guy, but like in general, there's so many soundtrack uses that feel like nostalgia baked shit. Yeah, there really is. Like whenever you hear like certain songs or whatever, it's just like, oh, I remember this song back from the fucking (laughs) 80s. All right. Yeah, it's nostalgia the movie. Well, so is Ready Player One, to be fair. But yeah, Um, at least Ready Player One was like adapted from a book. It had some, I don't know what, it had some decent actors. Like Ready Player One is better, but... It's. I wouldn't put it on the same level as. I mean, I like Ty Sheridan and Olivia Mm Cook, so I. Well, not only that, I would want to watch it, Mm -hmm. but you know. Um. God, there's that one actor. Hang on, he's he's been he always plays like bad guys like this now, but he's in Ready Player One. Is it Ben Mendelsohn? Uh, that's probably it. But let me double check. Because I love him. Yeah, yeah, Ben Mendelsohn. He's fucking great. Yeah. Isn't he Australian? I think he is Australian. Um. Let me see. He was born in. Yeah, Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> Melbourne. Mm, Melbourne, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. Melbourne. He's in a show. I don't know if you've seen the show. It's called Bloodline on Netflix. It's a Netflix original show, but for a Netflix original, it's actually pretty good. Like, it's it's one of their I've first of original it. shows called Bloodline, and he plays a big part, and those first two seasons were good. But anyway. Here's a, re- a, a movie recommendation for you. Watch a movie called Una. It's like Una. U-N-A. Mm. Have you heard of that? I think I I probably seen it around, but I haven't seen it. It's just like a very contained character drama with Rooney Mara and Ben Mendelsohn. Uh-huh. It's really good. Riz Ahmed's in it at one oh. point too. Hmm. Okay. But yeah. It's, it's it's really good. All right. Like the writing is just so great. Oh damn! Yeah, I see you gave it five stars. I'll add it to my list. <laughs> oh yeah, I fucking love yeah. it. Yeah. All right. It's Saw it in theaters. Nice. Good. Yeah, I just added it to my list. So. Not many people have heard of that movie. No, I've never heard of it. I actually need a quick pee because I've been drinking this almost this whole can. So I'll be right back. Go for it. Yeah, so I've been watching through... Well, I randomly had the urge to start some studio ghibli movies and i watched um i watched spirited away howl's moving castle and porco rosso and i loved them all so yeah were they your first like spirit i mean 
Studio Ghibli movies? Oh, my first... Well, the first one I ever watched was Princess Mononoke, but that was... Still haven't seen it. I don't know, a year or two ago, and I need to really rewatch it because I did not, like, take it in fully. So um, I need to rewatch that. But no, I'm just scratching the surface, honestly. See, Spirited Away is a movie I grew up on. Oh, really? (laughs) When I was, like, an actual kid, and it was, like... It was just everything. When you were an actual kid? Or a fake kid? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. An actual Uh kid. I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy. A humanoid kid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. But no, it was just like, we watched it on repeat constantly. Mm. It was just such a fucking good movie. It's so creative. The world is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my god. It's a really... I could go on about that movie for days. Yeah. Like, that's... I mean, out of the three we're going to talk about, that is my favorite one. Because it's just like... It's incredible. Absolute 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie. I'd be... Like, it's hard not to give it a 10 out of 10 because, like, everything from the story to the animation to the, like, soundtrack, like, it is it is such a surreal, like, beautiful movie. But I couldn't imagine growing up on that because that's a, that movie, even... It's haunting. It's haunting. It's fucking haunting. There's, like, yeah. I mean, it's, like, disturbing. Like, when she leaves her... Well, let's just get right in. I mean, many, most people have seen Spirited Away by now. It's the most popular studio Ghibli movie. So, spoilers for Spirited Away. <laughs> spoilers. Uh, but no, when her parents, yeah, the, the pigs. Yeah, yeah, that was the first moment. I was like, holy fuck, that's this is dark. Yeah, dude, remember I was a yeah. kid when I watched this, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was scarred too. Yeah. Like I was scared of my mom turning into a pig, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah, they turn around and like, oh my god. But it's so like, oh. even everything from that to. Just like the weird creatures and shadow people and like also, but also the uh, old lady with the big head and the big nose and the big baba. Yeah. She's fucking creepy too. Like, and I was like, she is. yeah, this is like, this is nightmare fuel. This is like pretty dark. Even like everything from the subject matter to the, like the character designs to all of it. Like, it's just all dark. Like, I don't know. It has a lot to say with its themes, but mm-hmm. it's just like yeah it, it does it so well it really and it's so fucking creative i mean like the introduction into you barbara is great as well like she just goes up to that like room and she's like i said come in and you like see the finger movement and it just like pulls Chihiro, oh. like through <laughs> a billion doors it freaks me out when she yeah and then there's like the heads like oh just yeah hopping around on the floor <laughs> and you're like what the fuck? and then the giant baby in the next room like oh fuck. yeah yeah it's creepy like yeah it's a really like i mean there are so many creepy like character designs and like mm-hmm. things in there but it's just like it it's so heartfelt though mm-hmm. at the end of the day it really is it's such a heartfelt movie like what do you think at the end of the day its main themes are and like what it means and like what you take away from it because i'm still like trying to process all of it it's a lot to take in it really is but you grew up on it so i mean i guess just like appreciating life mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it feels like you know just like the ending how she like wakes up back on like the car seat and stuff mm. like it's yeah <laughs> you know it, it feels like a dream it, but but at the end of the day like i mean that kind of stuff like just would still affect her so much and stuff and you would just be like i need to appreciate life now i need to appreciate the things that are in my real life yeah whether that was real or not like it's just mm. because there are so many times where like chihiro could have just died mm-hmm. like straight up yeah (laughs) because there was just so much like 
crazy shit all around. That was. Yeah, like, fuck. I mean, the movie doesn't really feel for a while like it even has, like, a proper antagonist, is the thing. I would say the old lady. Because, I mean, wouldn't you say? Well, I mean, to an extent. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, it doesn't feel like she's, like, really out to get mm-hmm. anyone, like, in a big way, I don't think. It's just, like, general control, I suppose. True. But it's sort of, like, hard to see her as, like, a big antagonist. Like, she's a villain, I guess, you know? Yeah. But, like, it, it, it feels like the movie is just sort of on chill mode for, like, a lot of it, mm-hmm. in my yeah, opinion. that is true. Would you say No Face, is he, uh... That's not like he probably isn't quite an antagonist. I mean, even though he's fucking eating people alive half the time, <laughs> like in the, uh, the don't don't get me started on No Face, man. That yeah. is it, that is a character and a half, right? There. I know. Like, I was about to say, like, I don't know what I can't pin him down. Like, what is this character? Like, it's so cool, like the design and like just everything about him. But I I just didn't know what to think of anything. I really didn't. It's so like overwhelming. It it is such a hard character to try and like pick apart, mm-hmm. I think. But like, what does he mean? I don't know. Like, what it, is his? You know, like, I don't know. He's just like he's so innocent mm-hmm. for like such a long time, and he's like creepy, and like it. It feels like he doesn't really mean what he's doing, I guess, for a while. But then after some time, it just like sort of starts to shift upwards and then downwards again. It's like this weird spiral. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. He goes from, like, just this, like, weird little ghost creature thing, like, just sitting in the background to, like, full-on eating people yeah. back to, like, just being a little mm-hmm. creepy ghost thing, but, like, happy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, exactly. It's weird. I just, I found it interesting how he kept offering, like, gold to everybody in the bathhouse and, like, yeah. how when they would go to take it, then he would eat them. And then when he offered it to, you know, the main uh, protagonist, the little girl, then she wouldn't take it. And so maybe, like, that's why he was drawn to like travel with her because she she was the only person that didn't let like greed consume her i don't know you know Mm. i don't it's uh it is like a thing for temptation it is you know yeah yeah it's but he's i don't know he's such a weird character and like i i still get like so i used to get like so haunted by like the (laughs) when he came out to people with the gold and just went (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i know and then i was so creeped out yeah yeah, that was really cool. And then my favorite part of the movie has to be, <clears throat> and it's so simple. It's like there's no dialogue. It's so simple, but it's literally just the whole uh, train sequence on the water, on the oh, tracks. Yeah. It's just so it's fucking beautiful. beautiful. It really is. I remember um one time, I think I was in the city somewhere, like walking around, and I, I can't remember what I was doing, but there was someone, I think there was someone playing, like, the the song from that, mm. like, on, like, a big, like, speaker, like, it, it was, like, in this park area where there were, like, big speakers, and there's a screen, but there was nothing playing on the screen, but they were just playing that, like, song, and I was, like, it was, like, evening, and I was just, like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that song, <laughs> it's beautiful. Is, it hits, it really it's does. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the whole soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, I can see why it's like the most acclaimed Ghibli movie. Like, it's why it's the most highest it's rated. It's just the most acclaimed like anime thing. It feels. I like. feel like it is. Yeah, in general. Yeah, I mean, the only other things I could think of with anime are like, I guess, Cowboy Bebop. Mm, Attack on Titan is pretty acclaimed, but yeah, yeah, 
I I'm still scratching the surface when it comes to anime in general. I really am. Ghost in the Shell. Mm, Ghost in the Shell, which we'll watch when you visit. <laughs> yeah, I'm more looking forward to showing you the second one because the oh, second really? one is just fucking mm. bonkers. Like it's insane. I own the first on Blu-ray, but I haven't watched it yet. But yeah, I, I forgot there was a second one. Yeah, the the second one is not as like well acclaimed by people. I don't think, mm. but like the first one is. Mm. Because the second one is just so far the other way, like, <laughs> completely. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I'm looking forward to really it. I, I need to watch those after the uh, seeing the Scarlett Johansson one in theaters. <laughs> I still love that. Oh, one. you do? I really do. See, I genuinely do. Yeah, like straight up. I mean, I see. I can't say anything because, for whatever reason, that was the the one and only movie I ever saw in the theaters apps like so drunk. Like it's, I never go to the theaters drunk, <laughs> but me and my, oh my God. yeah, but me and my friend, my, one of my crazy friends from Iowa who I don't even really keep in contact with anymore, but we would just party and drink a lot. Like we drank a lot and then just wanted to go to a movie. And then we went and saw that. And I do not remember a single thing from the movie. I don't, I need to, and yeah, I probably shouldn't even have it rated on Letterboxd, but I probably do low, so I, I should probably change that because I don't remember. It's it. honestly one of my favorite adaptations. Like I don't like that many remakes, but that is a great fucking remake, mm. honestly. Yeah, I should. It's really good. Yeah, someday I'll give it a shot again, like sober <laughs> and clear-headed. People shit on it so much. I think people <laughs> will shit on probably any anime to live-action adaptation. You know, I mean, there's just you know well they said it was whitewashed oh constantly yeah <laughs> it's like no it's not eh. the fucking like main character in ghost in the shell is like like a cyborg basically mm. like it doesn't have like a race no like it, yeah, she so doesn't need to be asian it can be scarlett johansson it doesn't fucking matter right yeah and scarlett johansson nailed it anyway mm-hmm. so fuck off <laughs> Damn <it>. yeah <laughs> seriously but yeah spirited away but yeah spirited away it's a masterpiece i mean it's a lot to take in I yeah. still processing it even weeks later. So there are probably a bunch of things that you could like watch about it, like analyzing it. And stuff, oh, there's a ton. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it it is one of those movies that's very good to like rewatch and pick apart on your own, like after the first time, because mm-hmm. there's a lot to that movie. Yeah, I, I would totally rewatch it eventually. And the animation is so beautiful. It really is. God. Yeah, it's one of those movies as well that makes you really want food. <laughs> oh because the pig scene <laughs> or, yeah <laughs> i mean that and like just some of the people eating later oh, on. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it is <laughs> just a lot of scenes with eating yeah they always make it look nice can we so i want to we don't have to this wasn't what we we didn't plan on going to a discussion about this so it doesn't have to be very long but like i fucking love porco rosso i don't know why what do you think of that movie i just i sat down and i was like i watched it for the first time recently yeah i i mean i don't know what about it like it's so simple but the the main character is so just kind of unique and memorable and like fun to watch and like the store everything about it is so simple yet like i'm constantly engaged and it's just fun and <laughs> it just feels like it make for a great like little animated series or like something you know it's very cute it is i gave it a seven out of ten mm-hmm. um i yeah it's the most recent studio ghibli movie that i watched and it's cute 
It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's simple. Yeah. That's it. That's like, true. I mean, that's the main reason why I didn't give it like a higher score is just because it doesn't feel like it has that much depth to no. it. I don't think. That's the one. Yeah, I agree. That's the one like it's not as deep as like Spirited Away or Howl's Moving Castle or something like that. So like I, I get yeah. that for sure. That's the only. But even with that aside, I just couldn't think of anything like negative about it or like that I didn't like as I was watching it. So I was like, well, then there's no reason I can't give this five stars. Like I liked everything I was seeing the entire time. So I'm like, fuck it. Fuck it. I didn't expect to give it five stars, but yeah, it's very cute. <laughs> yeah. I And here's another thing. Like, do you watch the uh, do you when you watch these Studio Ghibli movies, do you watch the English dub or do you watch it straight up subtitled, you know, original? With Spirited Away and How's Moving Castle, I can't go without the English dub okay. because I just like grew up with that and mm-hmm. that's just how I watch them. Right. But everything else I watch with Japanese. Oh, okay. I pretty much have been watching everything with the English dub, um, including Porco Rosso. Was it any good with Porco Rosso? I thought it was good because Michael Keaton voices Porco Rosso. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, fuck, this is... I And the whole time I was like, I recognize this voice, but I didn't want to look it up. And then, like, as the movie was finishing, I looked it up. I'm like, oh, my God, it was fucking Michael Keaton. Like, <laughs> see, I hate how there's this, like, taboo against, like, oh, you watch the English dub? Oh, you're, like, there's this, like, whole, like, purist thing with people to where, like, if you're not watching it in the original Japanese subtitle, then, like, you're not fully appreciating it. I think animated is totally fine to watch whatever dub you want because it's already dubbed they're can't they're animated characters but animated is fine it is it totally with is. everything else that's when i'll put up a fight oh, i agree yeah <laughs> like, watching like you should watch subtitles yeah watching anything live action dubbed it's unwatchable like i it's yeah, no. it's just terrible <laughs> yeah i don't know if if kath you're probably listening kath watches she has to watch everything dubbed like i english i think uh-huh. Or English or French, whatever you would listen to, Kath. But she can't watch the subtitles, or she doesn't want to read them. So, damn, cringe. Correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but I don't. Not to call you out, but yeah, animated is totally fine to do that. I really want to. When I come over there, I want to show you some Space Dandy because I think you'd really enjoy that. That's a show, right? Space Dandy. Yeah, it's an anime show. But I watched that in the English dub mm. and it's it's so hilarious and creative mm-hmm. and the world is just so cool. Like, it's just such a fun show and I think you'd really get mm. a kick out of it. I probably would like it, yeah. Awesome. I mean, right now I'm watching through Cowboy Bebop in the English dub and that's good too, um, like halfway mm. through. But that's like also one of the most highly acclaimed animated anime I'm, shows. I'm pretty sure that the... I'm pretty sure that Space Dandy is the same guy who made Cowboy Bebop. Oh, really? So. It seems like it just sounds kind of like the same type of show, almost. It's lesser known for some reason, which sucks. Oh. And I haven't seen Cowboy Bebop, but Space Dandy is just so good. Mm. Like, the main character is pretty much just like Johnny Bravo <laughs> in space. <laughs> oh. it's, it's fucking cool. I'll have to watch that. But yeah, you should check out yeah. Cowboy Bebop as well. It's it's really good. Yeah, um, I want to. Yeah. All right, so that was all the weeb talk. That's all the weeb talk. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we we did we want to get into Thor: Love and Thunder? Yeah. Oh boy, Thor: Love and Thunder. Here's where we're going to probably disagree the most. I mean, I know you didn't hate it like everyone else has, but I'm surprised at the negative reaction this is getting because I thought this was I'm not about on the same almost really because I don't. 
I don't know. Like, I just don't really quite see what everyone else is seeing. I don't know why. I thought of a good thing to, like, say to you hmm. that would give you a good idea of oh. All right. <laughs> how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. You know how the, you said the Eternals gave you Marvel fatigue? Oh, boy. This yeah. gave me Marvel fatigue. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Was it because, like, the overabundance of comedy, I'm guessing? Yes, and the fact that it's, like... Inconsequential. It's, it feels it feels lazy, mm-hmm. and it also feels Run like nothing changed with this movie. Like, nothing changed in the big, hmm. the grand scheme of things. I will agree in the fact that not a lot... When you look at where the movie started and where the characters are at, and then at the end of the movie, where they're at and with the characters... Yeah, not a whole lot changes, and I'm going to try and keep it as spoiler-free as possible until we get into that, like, later, but yeah, not a whole lot changes with the characters. Some stuff changes with Thor, but (laughs) I don't know, like, yeah, not a whole lot happens. It kind of felt like a excuse to bring in new characters for the Thor, from the Thor comics, like Gore, the God Butcher, like, you bring him in, and then... I don't know if we fucking know who else. Um, that's the main new guy. But yeah, I mean, gosh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I love the way it opened. The opening sequence was great. Which part of the opening sequence? That was a... Uh... Like just the whole thing with Christian Bale and that god. Oh, yeah. That was... I was really happy to see that it opened. I, in my mind, I was like, I was hoping it would open with him. And it did. Now, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, yes. Okay, this is <laughs> what I was most looking forward to with the movie. And I'm glad that the focus was on him right away like i think we can probably both agree he was the best part probably Absolutely. yeah he was yeah. like you know it 100 yeah i mean he is definitely one of the better marvel villains he's maybe in my top five marvel villains at this point like i don't know if i'm just coming off the movie the the movie high but like he's up there for me mainly because it's i mean i'm not gonna lie a lot of it is because he's christian bale but he's fucking <laughs> yeah. christian bale like who, he's great who, i never thought we'd see him in an mcu movie but here we are so yeah yeah um here we are he's good and like yeah that opening sequence was just great like it was, it was. so like creepy sometimes as well it like, really it was, was. Something about like, it that felt really off but i liked it yeah and which we can which we can probably get into when we get into spoilers, but I guess vaguely, like everything I liked about the movie, Christian, like like what you said in your first letterbox review, Christian Bale, Natalie Portman, they were my favorite things, mainly because I'm not gonna lie, they're like they're kind of like my two favorite actors, like my actor and actress, like those are my go-to's. Like I fucking love both of them for some reason. Seeing them together, even if it was in a typical MCU movie, it was fun. They're amazing, yeah. Yeah, they Best are. Best for me. They really are. And like that, it was, I was never really bored during the movie. The comedy was hit or miss. Taika Waititi can be a bit much for me at times. Like he can really just try too hard, I think, for comedy. Mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok was much funnier, I think, than this movie. But yeah, um, I don't know. It was fun. It was stylistic. It was engaging enough. It, it, even though it felt inconsequential like i liked the actors and the the action and <laughs> it was a it's a movie i i went in knowing what it was going to be and i was like yeah that's what i expected but i had fun with it so good enough oh, i guess good. i don't know as long as you had fun i had fun but it's not by any means like you know a deep movie or like an original movie or anything but you could probably say that about a number of the marvel movies uh mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Before we get into spoilers, was there anything else that you wanted to say about it? I don't think so. 
I think mm. I'm good to talk about spoilers. All right. So, do you want to do, do the honors? <laughs> you want to do it? No, you can do the honors. Oh, okay. Spoilers for Thunder! Thunder! All right. No, the opening scene was really... It was creepy because I liked how... It's so disturbing, the idea of it. Like, this guy trapped out... Like, he's not trapped, but, like, lost out in the desert with his daughter. And, like, you know, she dies because, like, they're just stranded. And then he comes across this, like, god that he's been, like, worshipping and praising. And then he just basically laughs in his face, you know, Mm -hmm. Christian Bale's face. And then he, like, renounces his god. And it's, like, it's such a, like... It, the the concept is really dark but like yeah it was done in a really it was the most intense part of the movie and then everything else after that was really kind of fun whimsical lighthearted, whatever like comedy crap you know but like yeah that was like the that was the seriousness i guess i was wanting more of throughout the movie but i feel like yeah. i got that with most of christian bale scenes still but yeah i mean basically he was just the best part he was <laughs> I mean, in terms of that and like his acting and the character like it was just Mm -hmm. really interesting yeah it was like i knew you knew where he was coming from you knew like his motivations and why he became the way he did so like he's not like a generic bad guy but he's not like i mean yeah for this being the only movie he's in like we get enough time with him where i feel like he was fleshed out enough i really did yeah yeah and the fact that it was christian bale helped even more so I mean, at least we can agree that, that he's the best part, but yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about this like while I was watching, but like because he's a god butcher, do you think he would have eventually gone after the Eternals? Are they considered gods though? Basically. Are they? I thought he was mainly going after like the mythological gods, like, you know, Zeus, fucking Thor, like, you know, I don't know. Maybe he could probably, I mean, maybe he would go after them too. Who knows? Who knows? But that is, I will say, that is something else I was really wanting more of out of the movie if I was to think of negatives. When you have a guy called, you know, the God Butcher, and you see him butcher only one God in the whole movie, it's kind of disappointing. And it's in the fucking opening scene. Like, you know, he's the only, that's the only person he kills the entire movie. And it's like, he kind of felt like, I wish that he, there was more of a threat there. Like, I wish that, you know, and this is an issue I have with the entire MCU. I wish they weren't so afraid to kill off characters. And, like, for instance, yeah. when they were killed, when for a second you think that um, Korg died, I was like, yes, do it. Kill him off. Like, and I'm not going to lie. I, you might, we'll probably disagree on this. I think Korg is kind of annoying at this point. Oh, I think Korg is annoying as fuck. Okay, good. I couldn't remember. We agree. I couldn't remember if you were the one that liked him. Like, because it it feels like it's just Taika Waititi. It now. is. It is. Ugh. It's. It's like there are moments in Thor Ragnarok. There were moments to where I thought he was funny, but he's such a bigger part in this movie, and it's nonstop. Yeah. Especially when it comes to like he's recapping all the Thor movies, which I also I thought was weird. <laughs> to where I was like, yeah. why do you have to recap it? Like nobody else saw the movies. I think everyone's seen those movies. But yeah, I was like, good, kill him it's off. Because like, Taika Waititi's really quirky. I, yeah, <laughs> his style is so fucking hit or miss for me. Like, it really this is. This is his worst film for me. Really? 100%. Yeah, hmm. I've seen all but his um, first film, Eagle vs. Shark. Mm. Everything else I've seen, this is easily his worst. Really? I, I, yeah, for me. I don't know. I mean, 
it has its annoying moments of like too much Taika Waititi to where like, yeah, I mean, like the stuff with Korg and the nonstop trying to be quirky comedy, it kind of got a bit old, but I would still, for me, I still, I'm, I'm sure we definitely disagree on these, but like I put this still above Hunt of the Wilder People and Jojo Rabbit. I still like those movies. I mean, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Damn, dude. Which one? <laughs> I, I I think it's his worst, and I yeah. love Jojo Rabbit and yeah. Thor I need... Ragnarok and Boy. Like I haven't seen Boy yet, but... Um, oh, Boy is great. I, actually, I shouldn't even be talking much, because I haven't even seen fucking what we do in the shadows yet i need to see that yeah yeah <laughs> and that's i haven't his... seen that in a long time oh. but it was good um i hear that's his best but i've, but I don't I've, know. I've started watching the show and that's like really fun just the show is <laughs> but... funny <laughs> yeah i've seen a few episodes of the show and it's good too i just mainly love it because matt berry <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's so good but yeah i i just i don't know overall i still had a fun time but yeah my only negatives are I wish that there were more stakes. I wish the comedy was a bit toned down. And yeah, I mean, those are really my only two issues. I, I did have a good time with it and I liked all the actors, but um, it's what I expected. That's all. I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, my least. It just felt like everything moved so quickly too. It did. It was just nonstop. And like it, especially with the fact that there are like two very tragic stories in there. Mm. and the fact that they just sort of like brush over the moments that feel very serious like i mean for instance like natalie portman's character she's like dying of cancer and shit yeah there's that scene where she like smashes the sink and stuff and like she's just like she seems like she's genuinely like not okay yeah and then like right after (sighs) she goes to the door and like fucking tessa thompson's playing that shit out of a beatbox and it's like i know that's when it was like I was, that's moments like that to where it's like the, it was everything from the editing to like the tone. You got to know when to be like dramatic yes. and when to have the comedy. It's like, this was just so much comedy that it like, was so forced. Yeah. Ugh. Like the whole like little, oh, is that a hand grenade? No, it's a fucking speaker. And then they like, it's like you were just grieving or like, mm-hmm. you know, being depressed over the fact that you have cancer and now like you're all fine. Like, <laughs> Yeah. it's it's it is annoying it really is and that's what i was actually I, I was went in assuming the tones would be clashing because like not because i mean i didn't know that there would be the cancer subplot with natalie portman beforehand i mean i didn't know that but the everything with gore the god butcher you know christian bale his character seems so serious to where i'm like is he gonna balance out well enough in this goofy fucking taika watiti thor movie yeah. like i think he did enough but I just wish it was a bit more serious. I just wish Marvel wasn't afraid to be dark sometimes. But there, there was definitely room for more there with this character. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I wish it was done better. And like, there's the thing is, we'll never get like anything more fleshed out about him because he dies. He dies. And like at the start, you can't do like a prequel really because it's mm. just a guy worshiping worshiping a god for ages. <laughs> like the time that he's actually. Gore the God Butcher is very short. It is. And this yeah. is all we'll get. Yeah, so. it's really disappointing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that I wish we got to see more of him. He was such an interesting villain. And then he just kind of... Yeah, he was. At least he left... I mean, he left behind some trace of him with, like, his daughter, you know? Um, yeah. But, 
still like i guess that's the main change out of this entire movie like you said like not much changed i guess what changed is natalie portman dies which i found it kind of weird how they brought her back just to kill her off again like i was like what like why bring her maybe back? maybe she just, just like didn't want to do any more marvel and she's like can you kill me off yeah true can you kill me off in this movie that's true <laughs> that's true um and because i mean uh lady thor was like a big thing in the comics recently with marvel so i feel like they kind of had called to do mighty something. thor or mighty thor she's called the mighty thor yeah so like yeah i guess they had to do something eventually so they just had to get her in there and then get her out of there so yeah i mean her time as that character is great like she's totally badass it's really Mm -hmm. fun to watch it is but but it's like everything just yeah everything just came and went like gore's gore came in and then left she came in then left Mm -hmm. uh even like speaking of which speaking of came and left like i thought the guardians were going to be a way bigger part of this movie they were (laughs) yeah five minutes it was like the first like it was barely anything and then they like i kind of wish they were in it a bit more just you know i they, thought we'd get like a good drax line at least but he barely was, said anything yeah you didn't get a single drax line you didn't get like like i love drax, the way, where so was gamora where, where was gamora quinn she died no but she was remember she came back in endgame as a different version of herself No, she didn't yeah she did <laughs> no she didn't she died for the stone no, she died for the stone, but didn't she come back in Endgame and then she was the version that no. didn't love Chris Pratt because they didn't go through all that stuff, right? No. What? No, Thanos killed her. Like remember how there was remember how there's two different remember how there was two different Thanoses? There is not another Gamora. No, I swear to god. <laughs> Look up cuz remember how yeah, remember how there was the Thanos that they killed? in um endgame but he was a different thanos that came from a different timeline than the thanos in infinity war that thor chopped the head off of well i thought yeah that there was two gamora there's a deleted scene from endgame with gamora but no i swear remember because like she kicks him in the nuts or something she kicks like chris pratt in the nuts because like he he goes up to try and like kiss her like say like you know hey because like they were together but this was a gamora from a different timeline Am I just misremembering or something? I swear. She should have been... I thought she, like, fully died. No, she... Didn't she yeah, fully she, die? She died... The The Gamora that we saw from the first two Guardians movies died from the... Uh, and got sacrificed for the Soul Stone. But then Thanos... There was that separate timeline in Endgame to where there was another Gamora, another Thanos, all them, and then they came back. And this was, like, a Gamora that didn't go through all that other stuff. You don't remember that? Uh... I right, am I wrong? I don't know, but I swear I to God, like I'm confused. Because <laughs> she goes up and like, because I swear, because like, because like Chris Pratt's character goes up to like give her a hug or I kiss. I think or I something. remember this. Right yeah, way. and then she like yes. kicks him in the nuts because she was like, "What are you doing?" Because like they never went through that. That that Gamora didn't. So I was like, "Where is this Gamora? Aren't they supposed to be together?" Like, <laughs> I'm fucking that Gam- line. <laughs> like, where is Gamora? Why is Gamora? <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck. Either way, that just proves how kind of fucky the timeline gets. It really gets. Yeah, I'm up. just confused now. But yeah. I mean, I I think I vaguely remember that, but I just completely erased that in my mind because her her death was like such a big deal. Well, in that was Infinity that, War, and yes, but then I mean, I'd sort of like if they kept it that way. But I did I too. But I like Gamora, but you know. yeah. But then I remember a different version came back in Endgame. But whatever, we can. We'll figure that out another time. <laughs> That's beside the point. It's a whole thing. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, the Guardians weren't in it that no. much, I guess. 
No. Uh, which I wish they were because I feel like the Guardians, they cater more towards Taika Waititi's style and humor way more than Thor does. I think Thor See, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. This, like, I mean, you have Guardians being covered by James Gunn mm-hmm. and Thor being covered by Taika Waititi now, but, like, to me, this movie felt so much like just watered down James Gunn. Mm. Like, if it was done by James Gunn, like, I would honestly have, like, complete confidence in it. But it's just... Taika Waititi, like, he... This feels, like, so lazy and it feels so gimmicky yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like James Gunn just would have done a way better job. And I hope he does great in Guardians 3. Cause, I think he will. Yeah, because... Yeah, I, I mean, mean, the Suicide Squad was a great indication <laughs> of how good he is still. Yeah. He's just so fucking good. He is. I, I really do... Their comedies, their comedy styles, James Gunn and Taika Waititi, they, they really do kind of go hand in hand. They're really similar, but I think James Gunn does it way better. I agree. Like, it's just mm-hmm. he knows when to get serious, but I feel like Taika Waititi doesn't know when to stay fucking serious, and he's just constantly... That's like, the thing. You have... Like, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 has one of the most emotional endings in any Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so... Yeah. Like, and even powerful. Guardians 1 has such emotional moments, too. Like, yeah. to where, like, you know, it knows when to be funny, when to stay serious. Like, yeah. Exactly. It's just... But it's yeah. just, like, it brushed out all the serious shit for, mm-hmm. like, comedy so often. It did. I and was just not that part it. was definitely frustrating for me. But even though... The goats were annoying as fuck, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they they were um when they were in the guardian ship they were pretty annoying um but i thought it was kind yeah, of funny. i was just like this I, is chaos holy it, shit. it was but i thought it was kind of funny and cute how like they like paved the way for that like golden road like they got in the ship and then the goats like rode along i was like all right that's like goofy it's it's fun whatever but like yeah they wouldn't shut the fuck up i think i like sort of hated the entire sequence with zeus yeah that was my least i was gonna say that was my least favorite part too russell crowe sucked <laughs> yeah what was that accent it sounded like a russian accent know. it was like not fitting the character at all i thought it was funny how it's like, dude you're australian you're making us look bad yeah <laughs> yeah come on i thought it was funny though how like you expect some big great like noble god but you get like some just like kind of piece of crap like you know guy talking about orgies and like he's abusing his power and like all this stuff like it's the whole type of never meet your heroes thing that was one of the little themes in the movie but like i thought it was funny how (laughs) it's just big fat russell crowe in this like plated like you know abs are etched in the the armor to where it looks like he's supposed to be buff but like you can see his (laughs) belly sticking out of it still like that part was funny like funny it's just that whole thing was funny, but yeah, that was my least favorite part. I thought it went a bit too much, like, it, and it didn't really mean much. They just needed to get, like, the Thunderbolt thing, you know, and he ended up living, even though it looked like they killed Zeus, he ended up living, which I understand him. Mean, he's a fucking god, so, like... Yeah, what is that mid-credits? Yeah, the mid-credits... What credit, the fuck is that? Oh, they were introducing Hercules, I guess, but I didn't know who that yeah, guy was. Yeah, but, like, who cares? Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought, yeah... I will say, just a side note, the I've been for the past like five or six Marvel movies, I've been so underwhelmed by all the mid and post credits. Like it used to feel like this really special thing, like, oh the Marvel what's gonna be in the after credits? And now it's like I feel obligated just to sit there and fucking wait and I'm like, what is it? Oh, Hercules. <laughs> you don't wanna wait for Bruce Campbell? 
No. <laughs> okay, that was fun. <laughs> that was a good one. That was good, but most audiences were like, that was dumb, because they don't fucking understand Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. But uh, Who gives a fuck? If you enjoyed it, you enjoyed it. Oh, I know, but... I like, enjoyed it. I laughed like a maniac. I was like, ah, it was, yeah. people stuck around for that. <laughs> I know, but I don't know. I mean, the one in No Way Home was pretty funny which one was that venom. see i barely can remember him at this point like which one it was it was eddie brock venom oh yeah <laughs> which it's just when yeah. he's at the bar but yeah. uh, honestly the one before that from um fucking what was it let there be carnage see i haven't when, seen like, that yet so i i didn't know but you can tell me i don't but care. you saw that you saw that mid credits though didn't you because the I'm one where sure tom holland's on like the tv or something yeah yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. yeah, that's like one of my favorite ones just because it was so fucking funny how like <laughs> he like goes into that room, like teleports into that room basically, and there's like a swan towel. Yeah. And you just hit Venom like, what the hell is that? <laughs> it's like, oh, it's just a towel. <laughs> <laughs> the Venom movies are fun. I really I even with the first movie I have fun with them. Yeah. The first movie's like way too long to be like in extremely fun but like please watch the second it's i need to so stupid yeah i need it's to so stupid <laughs> yeah but yeah i don't know overall thor love and thunder it was i enjoyed it even though i was just giving up all my negatives right there i still had fun with it i mean That's i did good. really have fun with it but it's just yeah i mean it's just a typical marvel movie christian bale carried it for sure um but yeah just one of the biggest problems for me is just the fact that up until that movie, they have been setting up like so much stuff to do with multiverse. And there was none of that here. Mm. Like, I mean, I don't need multiverse shit to like make a Marvel movie good or anything. It's not like that. But when you promise it through so many different movies mm -hmm. and like so much setup, it's like at least have something there. Mm -hmm. This feels like it was so inconsequential. And that's the same way that I felt about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Which is was. not a good sign because I don't like that movie. No. That movie was forgettable for me. It was. I don't remember yeah. anything that happened. How would you, I guess, you know, we gave our basically closing thoughts on that. How would you rank the Thor movies at this point? I would say the the best is Ragnarok. Yeah, I agree. Totally. I think most would agree with that. And then probably... <laughs> honestly... Thor the Dark World. Really? <laughs> and then and then Love and Thunder and then Thor. I really Damn. didn't like the first Thor at all. I like the first Thor. I don't know why. Like, I really do like the first Thor. Like, it's my least favorite. Damn. In all of the MCU. I, oh, I wow. don't like the first okay. Thor at all. <laughs> well, that's fine. I mean, I, I really do like that movie for whatever reason. I don't know why, but uh, I mean, for me, it goes Ragnarok. Then, honestly probably love and thunder and then the first Thor, and then dark world but i still like the dark world it's like a three out of five like six out of ten whatever you want to call it i think the me. dark world is okay yeah it's, it's totally gets fine way too overhated i think mm -hmm. it is overhated but i think it's overhated because um out of all the movies that has the most generic villain without a doubt i think <laughs> yeah yeah so that's the what that's what weighs it down but yeah mm. but yeah yeah, I, I will say I, I liked how um, similar to Ragnarok, there was not much. What the hell's um, the friend of Natalie Portman's character's name? Jane Foster's friend, like her fellow scientist. Darcy? Darcy. I don't really like Darcy that much. I kind of think she's annoying. No? <laughs> I think she, I honestly I, find I, her. I like her. Ah, but yeah, but the one scene she's in to where Natalie Portman's in the hospital, 
like she was trying to be like lighthearted and funny and like you know it's like she's literally in the hospital dying of cancer and like you're still trying to be goofy and quirky come on like yeah. i don't know i just i, I, she... I think it's honestly just because i think she's hot i think she's hot too but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's she all is. she yeah she is but she was good in one division at least like i liked her in that mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean she's hot so <laughs> it helps <laughs> um but anyway all right it's uh yeah yeah i mean i like, i don't like this movie very much eh. honestly but it's not like terrible no yes i've seen people give it just such low scores and i just i mean you're not as low as yours like i mean i'm assuming you're like the three range three out of five i don't know if i had to guess but um or maybe more like, <laughs> it's more like two and a half right oh now. damn well still i understand you're feeling mixed on it so that's fine but my favorite sequence was probably the like black and white sequence I dude really I, oh i'm sequence. glad you brought that up because I, I was going to bring that up i forgot that was really cool stylistically so i thought that was cool um yeah yeah was awesome yeah that was one of the better scenes in the movie um just seeing sure. christian bale like at the end of that like hallway at that point i was just like oh, oh just be fucking so like creepy. menacing like yeah he was just yeah i'm glad that they didn't make him like crack jokes or do anything goofy thank god like you know he's not like he wasn't like ultron and age of ultron where he's like being you know jokey and like you know talking making jokes and shit like he was he was the one consistently serious thing in the movie was christian bale so yeah Anyway, that's about all we have to say about that. That's that. Mm-hmm. Ow! Just cracked my knee. But we saved the best for last. Spirited away is the best. Okay, well, it's <laughs> technically it's probably the best, yeah. But man, sorry, that's just my nostalgia speaking. Oh, true. You're living in the nostalgia era. <laughs> well, so you rewatched a movie. Time to hate women. <laughs> is that? Oh no! Is that what? Uh, is that what you thought this movie meant? <laughs> I mean, oh. <laughs> no, I don't. I, there's a lot of people that. And by the way, we're talking about the house that Jack built. Came out in 2018, directed by one of my favorite directors, and maybe one of Liam's favorites. I don't know. Uh, Lars von Trier. Uh, I don't think I've seen enough for me to call him mm, a favorite, mm-hmm. but I still I mean, have my favorites are just House that Jack built, Melancholia, and. Mm. I like Nymphomaniac Volume 1 and Antichrist. Nice. I think I have one, two, three, four, five. I have about five of his movies at five stars right now. So I definitely love his style and like his movies. But I still have a few left to watch, mainly some of his early stuff. But yeah, um, I'll just come right out and say this is my favorite at this point. It used to be Melancholia, but... This is my favorite Lars von Trier movie. It's I just fucking love it. I love the character of Jack. I love just everything about it. I don't know what it is. It's like it's so much fun, but so dark at the same time. And it's like I love his character. Deep. Like I loved his character on first watch. Mm-hmm. Like and I loved it even more on second watch. Right. He's just like, such a cool character. He is. And like that's what I find like the most unique about Lars von Trier's filmography is that um all of i don't know if you've noticed but and it's always hilarious how people say that oh lars is a misogynist lars just wants to make likes to see women suffer and all this stuff but like he has had almost the majority of his filmography over half 
all the protagonists are female and they're like really fleshed out interesting characters and they like go through hard shit and like are still strong characters but they still call him a misogynist for some reason but i mean sort of out of the movies i've seen this is the only one with a male protagonist right yeah this in europa have two those are like one of his only two movies that have male protagonists and i haven't even watched europa yet unless but, you want to say antichrist but no i i really i think charlotte gainsburg is still i think she's still the protagonist but willem defoe's yeah I, I mean it's you know half and half but um yeah i mean this was his first male-led movie in like years and years and years so um there, i think i and i <laughs> There are a lot of parallels to this movie, but and it's a movie we both love, I'm sure. But uh, American Psycho, I just really think they go hand in hand because they're both serial killer movies with dark, complicated main characters. It's like dark satire comedy and like they're deep movies under like deep down, you know. So like, yeah, they really are. Um, I think american psycho has a lot more to say about society itself and like materialism and mental health and like all that stuff but like house of jack built has a lot more to say about art and like you know just like what you view as art and where to draw the line and all that stuff but yeah i mean it's just i don't know i for those who want to know i was I just randomly became fucking obsessed with this movie earlier this year and I could not stop thinking about it. And every time I rewatched it, I got more and more out of it. And it was like a drug. <laughs> like I was like, give me the house that Jack built. Give it to me. How many times did you watch it? I think this year I've watched it four or five times. Four to five Fuck times. Me. I know. <laughs> I was I was down bad in a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> down bad in a dark place that's the episode title oh that's a good one that's a good that one. is a good one down bad in a dark place. yeah i love that yeah that's, that's good that's great damn i, I hope yeah. nobody steals that that's a good name for a fucking song or an album oh my god yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> i wow um I anyway like a lot. <laughs> yeah but no, I mean, it, it's literally, is it bad to say this is a comfort movie for me? Is that bad to say? It's a comfort movie. I think it's... You, totally... can, you can have comfort movies that are fucked up. That's fine. Right. My, I think the majority of my comfort movies, I mean, I'll always have comfort movies like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, stuff like that. But like the majority really are dark movies like The House of Jack Built, Taxi Driver. I don't know. Like those are really comfort movies for me for some reason, American Psycho. So like yeah um see movies that hit me in like a really strong emotional way whether it be like bad or good or something like that or just you know movies that i rate very highly because of that fact like i can't rewatch them a bunch because like i don't want to get to a point where it's just like fuck i've rewatched this so many times now i'm sick of it you know yeah <clears throat> that is true with comfort movies like i often think of things like the big lebowski mm. the god recently ninja baby like i feel like that's just a comfort movie that i would yeah. totally watch again because mm-hmm. it's just those warm feeling enjoyable mm-hmm. nice movies but like ones that hit me really hard on an emotional level or just make me think too hard like the house that jack built i'm mm-hmm. like i it don't takes feel a like lot I out of watch that a ton yeah it takes a lot out of you i'm sure like i mean it does for most people but yeah that's true I mean, I want to rewatch like the house that Jack built and more movies like it mm-hmm. to get more out of it yeah. and to understand more things about 
the movie and what it's trying to say and stuff because i don't get every single thing about it or anything Mm -hmm. but you know yeah i I would like to do that i um yeah it's it's a lot of time to invest in a movie that when you really want to especially movie this deep when you want to like really like understand everything about it because this there is a lot like to talk about with this movie and yeah i mean it's just before we get into spoilers i'll just say like look i mean it's not for it depends on which version you watch i was about to say it's not for the faint of heart or whatever they say yeah that's a thing to say i watched the theatrical first and then this time i watched the director's cut and that was like it's a night and day a difference. good choice I it's think. a night and day difference because like the theatrical they cuts. shied away from a lot of shit oh, in the yeah. theatrical uh-huh i think it's really important i didn't even to, know oh yeah i think it's i think it's really important um to show the gruesome stuff with this movie like because like a lot of times in movies when they show gruesome stuff and this is what lars von Trier has been criticized for throughout his entire career he shows too much he's like it's too much like too much gruesome shit and it's being exploitive and stuff but I think for this movie in particular, because the whole theme is like what you view as art. Do you can you view these fucked up, terrible things as art or is it just fucked up, terrible things like you need to see the fucked up things to understand. And like they in the theatrical, they just cut out so much. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every kill, almost every kill, they cut out the worst part of it. And so it's like, oh, I mean, yeah, they died, but I didn't really feel it. But in the directorial, it's like you like feel just like disturbed. You feel like kind of gross, like thinking. Yeah, and moments like it. that can really affect you. Oh, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. You know, if that's the purpose of the movie, why would you cut that out? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, let's just uh, might as well give the spoiler warning now. So all right yeah <laughs> oh man i just i don't even know where to start i don't know where to start yeah, I don't know where to it's start such a big movie it's such a we might as well just go incident by incident honestly like i could talk like so the because the you the know mo- the structure more and stuff like, i do I, I try and pick a place to start from but i'm like eh. i need to um just pull them up just so i get them right even though i've watched it so many times how much have you studied this movie? Because I've, I, there are things I still don't understand and I'd well, like to know more. I've, I mean, I've definitely like read up on things and watched interviews and I don't know if I've watched, have I watched the commentaries? If there is commentaries to this, I don't know if I've watched them yet, but I would totally watch them. I haven't watched commentaries in a long time. I like have to be really into a movie to ever sit down and watch a commentary. Yeah. I think the only ones I've I think the last one I watched was The Social Network. Oh, really? I'm sure. I I think um I've only seen the commentaries of Taxi Driver and American Psycho cuz I really have to love a movie enough to to listen to a writer or director talk throughout it, you know. But yeah. I'm pulling up the uh I know the incidents, but like I just don't want to fuck anything up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the first incident is, <laughs> I, I love how, and I didn't even notice this my first time, how, you know, because the whole time I thought Jack was a serial killer the entire time, but I really think this first incident with Uma Thurman to where she, he picks her up, he is not, he, he was, she was her, his first kill. I am very, very sure that she was his first kill because this is a guy that 
you know, he he had total opportunity to kill her before she started being like annoying and pushing at him and really pushing him to his edge. And he didn't even want to help her like pick her up or anything. It was every serial killer's like dream situation. It was like too easy. But this is like an unstable guy who's just like pushed to the edge and like he he like lashes out and then you know bashes her with the hits her with the wrench or the jack <laughs> and and then that's what like he looked i just love the shot where he looks down at his hands covered in blood and then he like he just looks at him like confused and he looks up and then just smiles and looks at the camera like he just like yeah. found this new passion in life it's fucking awesome like it's it is it it's just such a like chilling shot i don't know it's... if that would be his first kill though because like you look at the stuff from him like as a kid cutting off the duck legs right and shit like that and it's like maybe this Which... he's done something after that like it feels like too much of a big gap i think i think um see i never really viewed it i i guess i kind of viewed it as your typical you know and this was with a lot of real life serial killers like jeffrey dahmer and however many others that they it seems like they always start off with little animals you know they always like whether it's yeah. dissecting them or like killing them or torturing them it always starts off as little animals and that's what they work their way up to actual humans but like i i kind of viewed it as that like he did like some fucked up things as a kid like cut off the duck's leg which that looked real i don't know how they did that but it just looks real in the movie and i i remember uh, reading about how they did it i'm pretty sure they had the duck's actual legs like behind his hand and, oh like, fake ones mm -hmm. yeah. I was about but to it say, looked very real it did look real <laughs> like oh my god but um i just kind of viewed it as like and because i can understand how it'd be hard to believe because he looks like he's in like his at least 40s you know by the time he kills him the thurman like he's an older guy and like it took this yeah. long for him to finally kill somebody but that's how, kind of how i viewed it because he was so he kind of felt like new like a novice like when it came to all of it like he didn't know what he was doing like he parked the car in the bushes or the the woods but you could still see the car from the road so he didn't really he wasn't like he didn't have it fully down and like how he got the uh the walk-in freezer to where like that's restored her body like what did he do if he was killing before that where did he store the bodies what did he do so i don't know um yeah so i mean maybe we are seeing it like right from the get-go of like when he started that's at least what i felt it was i mean after my several times rewatching, i was like yeah this really does feel like his first time but i don't know with the animal thing you just think about like the, the a bunch of different stuff they must have done like growing mm -hmm. up like, yeah I don't know if it was just animals or if it like extended onto anything else, but true. I don't know. True. But I, I get, is it bad that I can like be sort of fine with the idea of killing someone, but not at the thought of killing animals? Well, like, when I see like animals getting hurt, I'm like, Oh no. Well, I think it's cause animals are always so innocent for the most part, you know, like animals, yeah. like humans do shitty things. They really do. Like, humans can be evil, but I don't know if an animal can be truly evil. It's always, like, so innocent and loyal to where it's like, yeah, it's like killing a child. I mean, it's, you know, you can't do it. But uh... the last thing, like, th this was something that got me so pissed off because it's, like, a real world thing. Mm -hmm. And, like, <laughs> it actually made me, like, jaw dropped when I heard about it and just, like, just fucking disgusted. Because, like, there was this thing on YouTube that was still getting monetized it was like this channel and 
there was just this guy from i think mexico or something and he would like torture animals and put it on youtube <laughs> and it was like up there for ages like up until like 2019 and stuff he kept getting money out of it too but eventually like his channel got shut down thank god but like god yeah i mean this is so fucked up to hear because it's like never a like idea that you even think of Mm -hmm. so like prepare yourself but like he used to break cats in half what What? like it's so fucked up oh my it's just so fucked up i i that couldn't get over how much i wanted that piece of shit to just die (laughs) but like i'm pretty sure he went to jail which is good but fuck fuck. gosh he had to have gone to jail if he was like exposing himself like that and they finally it was mostly cats mostly cats still yeah for real like what the fuck yeah people are just shitty that just proves my point like yeah people do (laughs) terrible things like somebody like that fuck them like let jack go after him (laughs) but yeah yeah. i mean send jack after him but um yeah i don't know it's i feel like that would be a good idea to like get actual serial killers or people with like those kind of tendencies or whatever to Dude, that's like the concept be of able dexter. to live out their fantasies mm-hmm. just that's like dexter <laughs> go after these kind of people yeah exactly that's yeah. that's why dexter is such a good show he's a serial killer that kills oh, is that, is that killers. the concept yeah dexter is about it is oh. a show about and that's a good show by the way which unfortunately and we don't have to go into it i mean but like that is a show, in my opinion, that fell off. I think the first three or four seasons yeah, are really yeah. good. But anyway, no, that whole concept is literally a serial killer that go only goes after other killers and bad people, like pedophiles, killers, and all that. Like he go only only targets bad people. But anyway, hmm. back to a serial killer that doesn't target bad people. He targets anybody, mainly women. <laughs> which, I mean, but I like yeah. how they intro. I like how. And that's kind of what you said before, like, time for hating women. But, which I guess, <laughs> well, hey, the, it up. hey, the last episode was about hating men. So, I mean, we can go back, we yeah. can balance it out. But, like, I like how... <laughs> See, we, we're all about equality on the Yeah, No, No, Yeah podcast. Equality. Like I said, ups and downs, <laughs> you know, yeah, no. Yeah. No, yeah. It's equal. Um, But, <laughs> God, what was I saying? No, I like, there was, like, this one... There's this like one throwaway line in the movie to where, you know, the whole time then he's having this like conversation with Verge, you know, who the whole time you don't know who this is, like who's this old guy talking to him like Verge. Um, but which a little side note, the, the first time I watched the movie, I could have swore it was like his therapist or like, you know, something like that. I didn't know mm-hmm. it was. And this is why it's such in such a need of a rewatch, like for people that have only seen it once. Because it, the end of the movie recontextualizes the entire movie to where you don't know that the whole time, this whole conversation he's having is him with literally like an angel escorting him to hell. <laughs> like, it's so fucking awesome. Like, you don't realize until the end, like, holy shit, they were talking this entire time as he was being escorted to hell. Well, I I mean, I didn't see it as like a, I guess, angel or escort to hell or something like that. I just thought it was his conscious. Oh, well, maybe you can view it as that, but because I'm pretty sure most people say that that's what it is. But oh, oh, I always saw it as Verge being I don't know if he was quite an angel, but he's like a spirit sent, you know, to escort him to hell. That's what I when I like looked into the movie. But is that his only purpose? Uh, Verge's pretty much to escort. He said he like escorts souls to hell, basically. Then why is he conversing with him like for the entire movie? I don't know why he's conversing with him, but just mainly because there's no other option. Like, I mean, on this journey, you know, but I remember there's a few lines in the movie to where he's like, 
I've heard, you know, the worst stuff you could hear. I've heard like, and I'm paraphrasing, but like, you know, I've heard so many people either, you know, lose it or like try and like beg for mercy or like, you know, say they're sorry. Or I've heard the worst things on these trips to hell. Like he's escorted so many souls to hell. But, and then, <laughs> and then it gets to a point as like Jack is telling all these fucked up stories of his murders that Verge just like snaps and he's like, you're the most depraved soul I've had to, <laughs> you know, like escort <laughs> the hell or whatever he said so like i mean apparently yeah whoever this verge character is he has taken many souls to whatever depth of hell but i mean that's like the main i said it's hard to like grip onto with mm -hmm. this movie like i don't completely understand verge <laughs> yeah i mean it's a very it's apparently it's based off of uh it's based off of like a poem or something i don't know if it's um dante's inferno or something like that uh but it's a very like that's what i needed to rewatch it for like so many times because it is a deep movie about art but it's also like a really like spiritual movie strangely it's just really yeah. weird but anyway there is this throwaway line to where he's talking with verge to where verge is like He's like, so you hate women and like, you know, you only talk about the stupid women that you kill. And uh, uh, Jack's like, I kill men too, but women are easier to work with. They're easier. They're more. He's basically talking about how they're I mean, easier he's to right. handle. And he's right. Yeah. I mean, that's not being sexist. I mean, it's just, you know, I don't know. It would have been cool, I guess, to see an incident with like a guy, like how he would go about that. Because with so many, like with one of the women, you know, he was dating her or like you know seducing her or whatever and like the other one well, that's with one of that's, the characters. that's the thing like with the um guy that he brings back to the like i mean the guys that he brings back to the cool room like to oh yeah mm -hmm. like shoot like that yeah. those are old guys like how did they he are. deal with that but I we think didn't get to see it i would say we didn't get to see it although i would just assume he just like held him at gunpoint and got him in the truck because that's like how he got the the black guy was that that was in the back of his truck he was like he just all he did was like hold a gun he's like get out of the truck and like that's when he let him in there yeah so i, f I figured maybe when it comes to like the guys he just like just pulls a gun on him and is like get in the car or something but um i don't know but i guess we talked about the first incident the second incident is i just find it so fucking funny how he goes and this just shows how still amateur she is like going about killing these people or like preying on these people is that he goes up to the house <laughs> and he's like pretending to the, be some the, the second part the, the second incident was the part i loved on yes first watch. it's so it's just, so good it's so funny everything about it <sighs> it's so sloppy His whole conversation just at the door he's just like He's such a character. <laughs> he is. He is. Like, he's pretending to be some insurance agent. And then, like, she knows something's up. Like, this guy's acting so weird and it's such a bullshit story. Yeah. Oh, well, he, oh, no. First, he pretends to be a cop. That's the thing. He pretends to be a cop. And he's like, some <laughs> incident happened at your grocery store. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, can I come in? And... Oh, my badge is being there. I love how that like guy goes past and like, oh, she yeah. waves out of his he's stuff. Like, hey, and Glenn. He's like, oh, yeah, we go way back. Yeah. <laughs> he just... <laughs> I love the the humor in this is so fucking like it's so subtle and quick but like dry and just funny. It's so yeah. I I love the humor. I love how once his like cop story like how he's a cop or something. Oh, they're they're polishing my badge up at the the silversmith. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like he's so bad at coming up with lies and then but apparently I mean he's good at improvising too cuz then he I love how he's like you got me like i'm an insurance agent lady <laughs> it's see i mean like it's uh, it's not 
you know, a thing about like women in general or anything like that. But like these, all these victims, they are so stupid. They're gullible. Like, yeah, they're so gullible. And, like, like just naive it's and... unbelievable that by the end of all that, she let him into his house. Yeah, her house. this random guy. Like, it's like, dude. Yeah, I know. That's he just preys yeah. on not just women, but I think just not because they're women, but just stupid people in general. So like men, women, yeah. whoever, but just gullible people. Yeah, like it's just I just thought that whole interaction. <laughs> He's was like the, the natural selection being. He is, yeah. That just that whole conversation though was probably like the funniest part in the movie for me. How he just oh yeah, he's it's hilarious. Bull, just pulling stuff out of his ass the entire time, and he just finally she lets him in. I'm gonna say I know I know we'll get to it later, but mm-hmm. uh, like I know what the funniest part of the movie is for me because like <laughs> there's a I lot of funny moments. Fucking how laughed the second time that I watched, but like <sighs> it's literally just the zoom out when he's like, oh. nobody wants to help. <laughs> yeah it's so oh, good man that like the a... zoom is so goofy yes it is but it's like oh. oh it's so good but yeah we'll get to that but like i just I fucking love that yeah i just thought it was it's just interesting to see how like with this second incident he is so everything about it is just so sloppy like everything from his story to like yeah. killing her like how he's trying to like he props her head up and he's like oh drink this and <laughs> he's trying to help her but then as she gets up he's like oh stop and he strangles her it's like what the fuck is this guy doing well maybe it is like one of those things where it is you know new to him because like the it first is. incident was you know mm-hmm. something that was very abrupt yeah but this and it's like oh she's dead now yeah basically but like this one you know it was way more sloppy and he's just sort of like oh she's dead oh she's yeah. not dead oh god uh help no oh. okay uh kill again oh yeah oh, exactly clean the place 50 times oh. <laughs> okay never mind that might be the that most... gave me a fucking ocd meltdown <laughs> like both times because i was like i have ocd as well and i was just like yeah, this same. is exactly how i would be <laughs> same yeah i think we both this is why back when I we did the he's... i'm sorry but oh, this yeah. i'm sorry to interrupt uh-huh. but this is just like it, it's the best like just music use where like oh. every time it cuts to his like thought about like there being a blood stain it's just like the same sound over and oh, over again. that like weird like echoey type like yeah yeah i'm yeah. sure we could play it like every time i heard that i was just like laughing hysterically I'll, I was just, like, another I'll, one. <laughs> I'll add that in to the, when i do my editing i'll add that in just so people know yeah But it's so good, yeah. It's oh great. my god. But yeah, I think that's why literally he could be a he's literally me character because one hundred percent, one hundred percent, because he's so fucking weird and complicated and like just like OCD. But like, yeah, he really could be. Oh man, but like there are relatable things about him. But he is a piece of shit. Oh, he is an absolute piece of shit. I mean, he go he literally goes to hell. Like so, I mean, he's the deepest depth of hell. But we'll get to that too. But that was up there too in terms of funny moments. Just so subtle, but like how he just he was so stressed out every time he went to the van. He's yeah. like, oh, fuck, I gotta go back in. But and much like you, right afterwards, I was listening to Fame like so many times. Dude, now you see yeah. why I recommended that song on that episode a while back because yeah. that's all I was listening to every morning. I'd pr- turn that on and be like on the way to work and I'd be like, I'm Jack. <laughs> I'm Jack. I'm Jack. <laughs> I'm Jack. But that is just one of the most fun unique fucking interesting song uses like just how, how he 
ties her body to the back of his van and then like just the music kicks in and then fame makes a man <laughs> it's so it's so good it makes me want to watch it right and now like, it makes it puts a smile on my face it's such a weird thing too because like it feels like it all could have ended there because of yeah. like the blood stain and stuff but then the rain comes and oh, he's just like i know i oh, i thought that was like so, a blessing yeah i know that was so just fucking cool it literally he could have been caught right there that's how sloppy he was he literally left a blood trail yeah. all the way back that to was the place. sloppiest kill of it all was time. Like, it was just but he just so he was bad. so lucky for whatever reason <laughs> he went this whole he, fuck i want to rewatch it now <laughs> i know same it's literally every time i rewatch it i get something new out of it and it's it's just such a fun funny movie i think it's still on prime i honestly might yeah well you need to buy it you need to own it because i mean i i'm so happy i bought the blu-ray i'd like to own it yeah yeah that was um i just find it so interesting how things keep working out for him the entire time like just by chance like the rain coming down and washing away all the blood (laughs) and he's like he literally starts like crying and like he's so happy and relieved as like the rain's coming down he's looking up yeah. <laughs> uh, but um was the third incident let me check i'm trying to remember if it, it was i think the kids oh fuck yeah that's what i was thinking that was um i think for a lot of people and including the actor himself matt dillon that was the hardest part to shoot yeah i remember seeing him say that Mm -hmm. it is one of my least favorite parts really in some ways i think like i think it's my least favorite incident oh wow it's not my least favorite but um yeah why is that it's i think it's like a lot of it is to do with the fact that it is like i mean it's inevitable because it's out in the open and stuff but it is such a different look to the rest of the film Mm. i think like it's a lot brighter Mm -hmm. and i don't know some of the shots look a bit ugly to me Mm. every now and then but i mean it's I don't know. Like, I like the idea mm-hmm. there, but <laughs> I, I don't know. It is really strange. It it's is. It's a strange incident. I mean, I understand. I think it's um the choice to have it out in daylight. I mean, it's definitely weird to see, but like, you know, how he's not in a building or it's not nighttime or whatever. But like, you know, they were out in the middle of nowhere and it just like goes to prove he's still a threat, like even in broad daylight, like you're not safe type thing you know to where like and they were out in the middle of nowhere and like it's the perfect excuse to be out there with a gun like on a shooting range so i mean but i'm surprised that this wasn't one of the last incidents because you would think that killing kids would be the most irredeemable thing you could ever do you know but that's like only the third i think it's good that he should be irredeemable early on Mm -hmm. that is true i mean well then again wouldn't you want to set it up to where he gets more irredeemable as it goes along, but there's still those redeemable aspects. So then by the end, you're like, man, I've been sticking with this guy the entire time. And now I really don't know because he has done the most irredeemable thing. I think it's good to get that feeling early on because it makes you really just conflicted about the character in general for mm. the rest of the runtime. True. It. I don't know. It depends on how you view it, really. That is true. I don't know um but i (laughs) everyone everyone views this movie differently oh yeah Uh, yeah i just i mean i i really did like this incident just how he goes on these random spiels about like and this is throughout all of the movie pretty much how he goes on these random spiels about like and uh, just random details about like hunting and like how they would use a what was the fucking animal that would like hunt down the prey i don't know he would just go off on these random tangents about like art and like hunting and like this and that and like compare it to what he does to these people a bloodhound i don't know if that's what he called it but anyway 
I don't know. It's it's the darkest, I think, incident out of them all, for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. he's literally uh, done the worst thing, but it's the most simple and quick incident. Like, he kills, you know, the kids and then, like, kills the mom, and that's it, pretty much. Yeah, the whole, like, picnic sequence was disturbing. Yeah, that was, that scene in particular, <laughs> I'm sure you saw it too, is what Matt Dillon said he had the hardest time doing, was that picnic scene. <laughs> like, yeah. that would be hard. Like, he's literally forcing a mom to feed her dead kids food at the picnic. Like, that's about as fucked up as it gets. It really yep. is. Uh, <laughs> and then he kills her afterwards anyway. Like, she had to live through that. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, what's your favorite number? And he's like, that's a good number. Count. The, he's like, count to that. And, <laughs> or no, he starts counting to that. God, yeah. He's a he's a piece of what work. did he call what did he call the kid when he like Georgie. made the smile thing like, oh Georgie well yeah Georgie is his real name but he's like smiley yeah I mean they're like grumpy grumpy he calls him grumpy, grumpy yeah <laughs> and grumpy yeah. was grumpy no more <laughs> like how he's like <laughs> he puts the smile on his face that was the most I would say the most it's fucked so up fucked it's up. some of the most fucked up imagery you'll see in film in general. I was thinking about after watching it, making it my like profile picture for my personal Instagram. Dude, <laughs> oh my! You should have done that. That'd be great. Like, but no, that uh, is literally the. It was Morbius. I had to. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah, but no, the 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 kind of weird smiling dead kid is literally some of the most disturbing imagery I've probably seen in a movie. But it's very unsettling. Yeah. But I think this next, the fourth incident to where he's with the, um, he has that weird toxic relationship with that girl, Jacqueline. Uh, simple. <laughs> simple. Simple. I was about to say. She uh, is the dumbest. She is the dumbest and most gullible out of them all. Because he literally <laughs> explains what he does to her and she just doesn't even bat an eye. She's like, yeah, okay, you're a pseudo killer, whatever. And it's another thing where it's like crazy how it just seems to work out for jack every time when he like she goes to a literal cop and yes. like he's just like and you know what go back inside yeah <laughs> and i think and i think even matt Dillon has explained what he thinks this scene means to where at this point in jack's like jack said he's killed 68 people or whatever 67 or 68 people at this point and he's literally you could tell he's like so kind of bored and like just playing with his victims and like he wants to get caught to where like that's what matt dylan even said he's like when he's going out there in front of the cop and is literally yelling like i have i've killed 68 people he wants to get caught so it's like he's so bored because things keep going in his favor so that's <laughs> it's just it's hilarious yeah she's dumb i mean i i'm not I could see why Jack would go after it because she is simple, but yeah, I like, he's just such a piece of shit to her too. He's like, come on, simple. You're as dumb as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> dumb as fuck. You're as dumb as fuck. And it's like, she still sticks around with him. Like, come on. Yeah. It's still my favorite. That's your favorite incident. Comedy. Just when he yells out the window. No, no, not, not the but, incident. Oh. Well, maybe the incident even. I don't know. But when he yells out the window, that's just the funniest <laughs> fucking part. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. I got to find the quote where he's like, nobody wants to help. <laughs> um, hang on. Yeah, it's so good. There's this quote that I really like. There's actually two quotes from this, this incident in particular that is so good. I have to find. So hang on. Oh, the writing in this movie is just so damn good. 
When are we going to get another last one for him? Dude, I don't know, but I wish we would get one, at least one more, because he's, like, really dealing with some, like, health issues, and he's really getting up there in age to where I don't know what we're going to get from him. Might be the last one. (sighs) It'd be sad if this was the last one, but, I mean, at least he would have ended on my favorite one. So, I mean, it would really suck, but I'm happy with what we got, I guess. But I'm going to find my favorite quote. Well, it's... It's the most misogynistic pride quote in the movie. So it doesn't mean I'm like not agreeing with that. <laughs> like it's it putting yourself in Jack's Quinn misogynist. Yeah. No. <laughs> no yet. This is like I just have to read this and you can interpret it however you want. You can say it however you want, but this is like putting you in Jack's headspace. It's just a a fun quote. I mean, it's not fun, but okay. <laughs> Uh, I wish I could do a good Matt Dillon impersonation, but I can't. I wish I had his voice. This is when he has her like tied up and like, you know, he's about to cut her tits off. Okay. You know, there's something that's been bothering Mr. Sophistication for quite a bit. And perhaps it's more interesting to him than it would be to you. But to be honest, he's pretty fucking pissed when he thinks about it. Why is it always the man's fault? No matter where you go, it's like you're some sort of wandering guilty person without even having harmed a simple kitten. I actually get sad when I think about it. If one is so unfortunate to have been born a male, then you're also born guilty. Think of the injustice in that. Women are always the victims, right? And men, they're always the criminals. (laughs) And then he cuts her tits off. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, that's so good. Like, it's just... It's fucking, it's... I mean, he's not wrong. No, I mean, well, that's the thing. <laughs> like, it's, I mean, I I don't want to come right out and say, like, he's right. Fuck it. But I don't know. He's right about that. <laughs> I mean, you are sort of just born guilty. It's weird how, like... At least in this day and age. Or how, like, men are just so naturally viewed, like, th- more threatening than women, you know, I, I, for whatever reason. I, I don't know. Um... Yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, but I just I love that quote. I love that scene. <laughs> That's just one good quote. The other one was when he's like, you can scream now until Christmas Eve and nobody will hear you. And he's like, nobody wants to help. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that's a great fucking scene. Great incident. I mean, the theatrical didn't show the actual. Yeah, it didn't. So like when I saw it in that scene, I was like, oh i know oh my god yeah and then it makes more sense <laughs> right when you see how he slaps yes! it on the car <laughs> on the cop car like, he puts what? it under the windshield wiper too he's like fuck yeah oh that's great and i didn't just notice. the slapping is like the best comedy ever just... it is and i didn't know Don't. i didn't even notice until my third time probably re-watching it that he turned and he even mentions it but i just for some reason never even comprehended what he said like he turned her other breast into a wallet that he pulls out and pays the guy at the gun store with i didn't even notice that until he's like i couldn't let her other breast go to waste or whatever he said which speaking of the next incident it is fucked up yeah the next incident it is probably the worst of them all because he it's the most victims in one he's like about to shoot like what five or six people like in the head at once (laughs) what did he say um Oh, he was, like, testing that, like, Nazi uh, theory out or whatever. How, like, in Germany, Nazi Germany, then they had a shortage of ammunition. So they had to line people up. (laughs) It's like, oh, I just, okay, never mind. 
pretty fucked up. This is the funniest mo- moment in the movie for me. Is when he keeps when he goes to the gun store, he gets the bullet, and then he goes back, and then the guy points out to him. He's like, "That's not a full metal jacket round," and he gets so pissed, and he goes back to the gun store, and he's like, "What's his name? Oh, Al." <laughs> oh, he's like, "Al, never fuck you, yeah, Al." Yeah. <laughs> As it's playing fame again, like, oh, it's yes. so fucking good. But, like, how he um he, he goes back, he's like, I've never yelled at you before, Al, but I'm about to now. And he's like, what is this? And he's like, I love how he's so fucking terrified of Jack, too. Like, why he's so, he can barely even speak, the guy, because he's, like, just so scared of him. He's like, why, why do you just need one? I've only ever seen that actor in, um... Hannibal before oh and and this but yeah he's mm-hmm. he's a good actor he should be in more he is yeah but, but yeah in this he just looked terrified he, did. he was terrified <laughs> and like how he's like why do you need just just one full metal jacket bullet <laughs> and he's like well that's none of your fucking business <laughs> and then he's like um close up shop Al make a sandwich we fucking lost it Al <laughs> I don't know it was just so funny like that is my favorite moment in the movie probably when he goes the whole back. interaction is just great it is it's hilarious like even the editing and the camera work it looks like a freaking sitcom like an office episode with the zoom ins and the cuts yeah. like it's it's hilarious and then before you know it I mean I think um I think when the cops barge into the walk-in freezer and they shoot but like it looks like it misses Jack a lot of people have theorized that he actually gets shot by the cops that are coming in and that's why yeah. he goes down to hell or like you know which I, I believe yeah I mean I don't see any other way I guess but yeah yeah but I just in that whole sequence though after he built we should talk about how he builds literally the house out of the dead corpses that's just yeah fuck i mean there's no other movie like this there's just no other movie did you ever think i do you love the see... whole sequence with that guy in the caravan too that's great the guy in the caravan yeah with the red hood oh yeah <laughs> i can't remember his name but um his like old hunting partner it's just some guy that he apparently like hunted with before yeah and how he <laughs> stabs him in like the throat and then takes his hood and it's hilarious Best. like yeah I, that whole sequence though like after he builds the house and he goes down to hell and he's being escorted it's just perfect like every like it's so yeah weird and the sound design like you said I that th- was the absolute biggest like standout to me mm-hmm. was that scene like on first watch and even now like it's just it's one of the best parts it really is doubt. it's fucking beautiful it is it's it's beautiful but haunting and fucking disturbing at the same time and literally and just how he says how verge you ha- hear the high-pitched squealing sound like it's a ringing yeah, yeah. and he's like what's that he's like that's the millions or you know countless dead souls screaming out from hell like synced in one and it's like holy fuck like it's that's awesome like it's so disturbing i do love that scene where like he sees um the people like cutting the grass with the sides and oh, stuff oh yeah and- that's when he like sheds a tear because like it's just something that's from a place of innocence from mm-hmm. his childhood that he remembers exactly. fondly. I'm and, so like, that's the only thing that he feels like real emotion for. Mm-hmm. I'm so oh. happy. Yeah, I'm so happy they put that in the movie because that really like grounds the character of Jack and it still gives that just shred of like sympathy that you can show for him or feel for humanity. him. Humanity. 
yeah humanity yeah totally to where like back when we talked about when he cut off the leg of the duck like that was his one you know he liked watching the the men from the village cut the grass with the scythes and it was like oh man Mm -hmm. and now it literally looks like heaven towards like the endless fields and it's like golden and and, like and he's literally he's like crying because he knows you know he had his chance to go there but he the what what he did (laughs) he's going he's such a like slick and sly character that he's he's got such a huge fucking ego that like (laughs) when he's about to go on the bridge or whatever like go somewhere else he's like i i can make that i can crawl around it's like no you fucking can't yeah (laughs) because it basically you know you're led to believe it leads basically to heaven or like a better place that going around there or like he can cheat hell basically he thinks you know he's basically gotten away with everything in his life up until the end <clears throat> to where he thinks he can still get away with this but yeah i mean, I mean verge even like tells him like you oh know, yeah he's many like have tried to <laughs> but none have succeeded. there and like none of them have succeeded and jack has got such a fucking ego that he thinks he's above everyone else it's oh like, god that's why he these... just doesn't fucking change but he's great (laughs) oh i know yeah he is and the fact that like he literally said verge was like i just wanted to show you this place but you're a few circles up so he was not even going to go to the worst place but like he ended up going to the worst place because his ego led him there Mm -hmm. and i just love i mean we both like the end how it's it's so dark and like he falls down to hell and then everything fades into the weird the imagery is just imagery. so like prominent in my head like, it is it never gets out of there it's just mm-hmm. and the sound like the squealing yeah the, oh it's just <sighs> yeah that whole feeling of like that whole scene is just so claustrophobic mm-hmm. and terrifying yep and then how it just oh. tri- but then how it transitions right into hit the road jack don't you come back oh it's so good it's fucking it's just best ending of all time it is it is one of the best endings ever lars von trier just knows when like what music to use and when for it to just be hilarious like it's the perfect from fame you know it is one of those things where it like is that american psycho vibe like the comedy and like all Mm -hmm. that being balanced out so well yeah yeah it's just i mean i just i loved visiting it you know four to five times this year it just got better and better <laughs> even though it, i felt like You're a psychopath again, dude i want to i want to <laughs> but yeah and it's a long movie too it's like over two and a half hours but like i just yep. i i don't know it's very re- rewatchable for me it's like a comfort movie because discord watch along we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> be so good we should yeah gotta introduce people to jack oh i know that would be good I don't know. I have endless thought. I could talk about this movie forever, but I mean, we've talked about it quite a bit. So yeah, I mean, it's a fucking yeah. masterpiece to me. It's my favorite Von Trier movie. So yeah, it's um. I mean, Melancholia right now is like probably top, but like mm. I feel like with more rewatches, like this honestly could be because there's so much I really do love about it. The only problem right now is like some of the things between the incidents where it's like. Mm. constant narration and like descriptions of stuff and i I still don't get what exactly some of them have to do with like mm-hmm. jack as a character yeah sometimes but i think i don't know the only things because that was one of the things that did kind of weigh it down for me my first viewing and maybe one of my my first couple of viewings but like i think you know jack views himself you know he's like an architect or he's like a engineer slash architect whatever he keeps trying to call himself but like how he's he keeps failing at it that's um he views himself as like his killings 
he views as art and in between he keeps trying to justify like what is art and literally to the point where it and this is where you could probably say it's Lars von Trier like being up his own ass but like he's literally showing clips of his own movies Lars von Trier's movies (laughs) to where he's like you know the best art you know is often you know thrown aside as just being basically too exploitive and whatnot I don't know I can't remember exactly what he says but I, I I think Jack views himself as like an artist deep down with like what he does. And he's trying to convince Verge that like what he did were these great acts of art and not these terrible things. He That's why they keep going on these spiels of like all that. I don't know. It's I, I honestly came to like a lot of those conversations a lot more the more I watched it. But yeah, I can see how it goes on a bit much. I mean, maybe it'll improve on another rewatch. Mm. I mean, it is a movie that I want to understand more yeah. and watch more. Honestly. Yeah, it's a deep movie for sure. But we should probably get to question. Dude, I know. I was just about to say, like, holy fuck. <laughs> I didn't think this would go on that long, but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a long one, which is why, I mean, hopefully yeah, it's uh, not too much of an issue. Like, for, I mean, you're the first episode you take on editing if you're still it was supposed to be a short one <laughs> it was supposed to be but i knew talking about the house that jack built would i i couldn't resist yeah. like but we can kind of speed through these nice. questions you know can i start off by just getting this one out of the way yeah okay kyber culture asks most anticipated for the rest <laughs> of the year we've answered this 50 fucking times by now yeah <laughs> yeah we have i'm not answering it again I'm yeah sorry. i'll just say the, thanks for the question though yeah the whale if it's even coming out is the whale coming out i don't fucking know <laughs> yeah, no if it comes I'll out no. the whale yeah disappointment boulevard yeah They're true if that's coming out who knows okay uh then and let's oh yeah do you want to uh, just do yours yeah. okay do well yours. i was gonna read your other one that you sent how how would you rate marvel phase four so far are we including the shows in that or i mean they are phase four i guess well i haven't seen hawkeye what if and i still have not freaking finished moon knight and i haven't started miss marvel so i haven't started miss marvel i'm two episodes into moon knight mm. and i haven't seen what if yeah so I guess I'll just say, uh, and this might change, who knows, but right now the best thing has been No Way Home. And then, uh, honestly, man, it's it's a toss-up between Love and Thunder and Multiverse of Madness. They're the same score for me. Damn. I know, yeah. I'll just say fucking Love and Thunder purely because of Christian Bale. Like, I loved him that much and his character, so I'll say that. And then Multiverse of Madness, then Shang-Chi, then wandavision then <laughs> you're gonna hate me for this but falcon and winter soldier then loki then black widow then uh fucking eternals is dead last i know that regardless <laughs> that's, that's i mean i'll just say that there's my rough ranking it might change i haven't seen all of it yet out of what i've seen the top is probably no way home mm-hmm. no well mm. loki actually oh yeah sorry mm-hmm. Yeah, Loki, then No Way Home, then Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. then Shang-Chi, mm-hmm. uh, Eternals, maybe, mm-hmm. WandaVision, I'll say Black Widow, then Falcon and Winter Soldier, Love and Thunder, mm. and then wow. um, the Hawkeye. Mm. <laughs> Still haven't seen Hawkeye. That is low on my list of priorities, it really is. The, the last three episodes were good, but I mean, in the long run, it's just like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Uh... Okay, another question slash, well, I guess mainly topic, Ezra Miller controversy. 
This dude needs to be locked to say up. Say who asked the question. Oh, Isaac Sin Isaac the Cinephile. I keep forgetting to name the people. The last question was movies that don't suck. Thank you for the questions. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This guy is a fucking nutcase. He needs to be locked up. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about Ezra yeah, Miller. He's, he's, it's just one thing after another. He's going wild. He is going wild. Too wild. He's he's the reverse Flash. He's not even the real Flash at this point. <laughs> he's a Flash in terms of like they can't catch him. That is true. He's literally yeah. God, I don't I know. Mean, yeah, he was he was good in the third Fantastic Beast. He was good in that, but like, that's about it. All I could say. Uh, he's he's nuts. he's gone off like, the deep end. He needs end. to just chill. Yeah, yeah, he is. I I don't really have that much to say about Me it. I'm neither. not entirely sure about the entire situation, but like, yeah, he probably should just like spend some time in jail for a bit. Yeah, probably therapy, some type. Be of, normal. Yeah, I think he needs to get help because he's clearly a fucked up person. But anyway, and yet we can like relate to Jack. That is <laughs> well, at least Jack is funny. <laughs> I mean, Ezra Miller might be funny. You know, maybe. Jack doesn't have to try to be funny. Ezra Miller has to try. I thought that photo that he took with the chick that he stole the phone off of was pretty funny. Oh, see, I didn't see that. The photo. I could send it to you. He, like, stole their phone, like, later on or something like that. Jeez. But, like, before that, they were just... I think he was hitchhiking or something, and he took a photo with them. Oh, wow. I'm just going to send it in the The last thing I saw was um, some... This was like recent, but some video surfaced of him. Uh, some like fan or some kid like came up to him with a phone and like was taking a video and was like, hey. And then Ezra Miller just randomly started talking about like how if I knock you out, then you can't panic. And he's like, what? He's like, yeah, do you want me to knock you out or something like that? It was weird. It's fucking weird. He was like, uh-huh. it, it was really weird. He's just a weird guy. He needs Looking to go general. away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Who are these people? It's like an album cover. I love it. <laughs> it's so he's so That should be an album cover at some point. Why is he like this though? Like it's it's weird. Like who are these people? It looks know. like it's like they're being held hostage. I think they were giving him a ride or something like that. Oh yeah. He stole their phone. Wow. Yeah, this is this is really bizarre. Whatever's going on with him. Yeah, I have no idea. It's yeah. Confusing. It is. All right, uh, next is our door film. She said, movies you sneakily watched as a kid. I don't know I if can't I think have of any. This one. Yeah, see, I couldn't think of one either. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, my parents... Porn? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not really I mean, a film, yeah. But, I mean, I guess maybe a film. I don't know. I never really had to sneakily, you know, hide what I was watching. Like, I was... I My parents let me watch fucked up movies already, which was the problem. So, yeah, I never had I to hide it. I think my parents, well, my mom had, like, a problem with me watching, like, that kind of stuff. I think, like, some R-rated stuff, like, I wouldn't be allowed to watch, and I just didn't. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I never sneakily watched anything, I don't think. Yeah, me neither. So, yeah. 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 Anyway, next, uh, from at Sarah's Popcorn Chat. Uh, what's she, up? What's up? She said, <laughs> uh, top three TV shows. Hmm. Oh, boy. Well, these, I don't know if these are, well, my number one is always going to be set in stone, but I don't know. My top two, I'll just give you like. Wait, your number one's always going to be what? My number one is always going to be Breaking Bad. I mean, I was just saying how it's always going to be set in stone, how it's never going to change. But yeah, Breaking Bad is always going to be my number one. My number two and three, these can honestly go either or, but 
two shows that have been pretty much 10 out of 10s for me. Um, and it's hard to find a show that is literally perfect throughout. But I have Fleabag, which is only two seasons it's on Amazon Prime. I really like that show. And Atlanta. I do want to watch it. I still haven't seen it. It is. It's good. And then Atlanta um, with Donald Glover and then some other people. I can't think of their names, but yeah, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, that's a good show, too. Really good. So those are like my top three right now, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the number one is same as you always set in stone, honestly, and it's Hannibal. Mm. I cannot find a single fucking flaw with that (laughs) show. Like, it's just perfect throughout the whole thing and it builds so well everything's perfect yeah genuinely like it's fucking unreal i need to watch i have a real problem with like finishing shows though yeah me too if if i want to show you hannibal i would i would really like to show you hannibal you only be able to show me like an episode or two probably i mean we don't have time to watch the whole show but (laughs) um but yeah sucks i mean if we can implement comedy into there then like yeah i mean peep show is my favorite comedy show honestly Mm -hmm. i think that show's fantastic the writing is so good it's hilarious I love it. Yeah. And honestly, like, before all of the stuff happened with it, like, getting a new shitty season and main guy getting cancelled and everything, I was obsessed with House of Cards. Oh, yeah. House of Cards. Fuck yeah. House of Cards is so great. It was so good. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Like, the first four seasons mm-hmm. are just, like, fuck. For me, so I would good. say the first three, but I need to remember that. I'm trying to remember the fourth. The first three, for sure, for the me. Fourth, I, the fourth, I've only seen once, but, like, mm-hmm. the first three I've <sighs> seen, like, multiple it's times. So and, good. like, season two is fucking great. It is. It oh is. Oh, my God. I mean, it is just, it's unpredictable, but it's, like, it's just... And say what you will, but Kevin Spacey, he's, like, so fucking good. Oh, yeah. It. Put us Putting aside, you know, everything about his personal life, I mean, you can't deny he's still, like, perfect for the character. I mean... He is, but yeah. yeah, I mean, that was like, cause I used to be super into politics as well. So like, that was like a perfect show for <laughs> me for a while. It was, but yeah, yeah, it's a great show. It really is. Great fucking I show. I keep forgetting about and that. And like again. the the first two episodes were directed by David Fincher and you can really oh, feel yeah, it. Oh yeah, you can tell, you can tell. It feels like the whole almost show was, but yeah, you could definitely tell those Well, he, he produced a lot of oh. it, like mm-hmm. for the that entire makes sense. thing, but he didn't like, he didn't direct every episode. Mm-hmm. I guess an honorable mention. I still like got to watch there. fucking, um, oh. what's it? Mindhunter? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen. See, I need to watch that yeah. too. I still haven't. I'm a fake Fincher fan. <laughs> I keep forgetting he That's did actually that. something I meant to bring up earlier. I forgot about mm-hmm. really quick. But um, <laughs> you were saying like about being drunk in a movie theater. Yeah. I haven't before, but the only time I've been like tipsy in a movie theater was mank like the second viewing of mank <laughs> it was in an outdoor cinema and it was so nice oh i remember you so mentioning nice. that yeah it's just the best feeling ever awesome. <laughs> yeah i mean he was mank was an alcoholic so it, it fits yeah it felt fitting yeah it felt fitting but <laughs> anyway uh, a couple i guess honorable mentions for me would be like for tv shows that are pretty much perfect or like i love even though they might not be completely perfect but the office the american version i grew up with that i love that show it's my favorite comedy show uh black mirror i fucking love black mirror mm-hmm. i want to i need to watch more love death and robots but that's similar to black mirror and david fincher actually directed one of the recent episodes of that too so yeah he directed one of the on the season three it's basically like black mirror but animated it's like these little weird anthology animated shorts or whatever yeah um but yeah david fincher directed one of the ones off the latest season so yeah um i mean one of the best shows ever for me even though i haven't gone past 
season two is fucking Mr. Robot. Oh, like, yeah. Robot. That's a fucking good one. Yeah. Like, e- even though I haven't seen as much of it, it's like, it's so, like, mm-hmm. big in my mind. It's like, mind it's just blowing. such an incredible show. Yeah. I'd, I'd say first season of Westworld is fucking great. I still need to watch Westworld. Mm, I need to see more than, I've only seen the first season, but it blew me away. And the first season of True Detective. Um, those are a few. I still haven't seen True Detective. <laughs> the first season is honestly what really everyone praises. That. So that's where I stopped. But yeah. yeah. Oh, and Ozark. That's the last one I'll mention. Ozark is fucking awesome. I still need to watch the latest mm-hmm. season. Nice. Anyway. All right. Uh, Stranger Things? Oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. I've had enough of her hearing running up that hill. Me oh, too. Oh, and I didn't even mention Euphoria, but I don't need to mention that. <laughs> I love the first season. Watched episode perfect. three. That is there you go. For me, the first season's perfect. I haven't even watched the second season yet, though. Did you see my serialized review? I need to read it. I only saw the rating so far. Uh, I I just saw it. It pop was up. a three star. It wasn't bad. No, no. As long as it's not bad, it's getting a bit better every now and then. All right. Uh, at Film Forager asked, pick the art form Jared Leto is best at: directing, acting, music stuff, or morbing. Morbing, morbing well morbing <laughs> is the easy answer i mean clearly it's morbing but otherwise i do think he is a legitimately good actor even though he's in some shitty weird roles sometimes like i mean just look at requiem for yeah. a dream like that's all you need to look oh at. yeah yeah and, and american psycho like so those are yeah he is a good actor when he wants to be but he's just he picks some weird scripts sometimes i think but yeah i haven't seen what's he directed i could have looked this up but i didn't I don't know. Has he directed shit? He had to have, I guess, if she said that. And I haven't heard too much of 30 Seconds to Mars or whatever. Um, oh. But I like some of their songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a decent uh, artist. Um, but he's directed like one feature length movie called Artifact. I have not seen it. It has good ratings on Spot or on Letterboxd, but it's like not. Hmm. It came out in 2012. Oh, it's a documentary. Might watch it. Yeah, it's some documentary. I don't know what it's about, though. But yeah, that's all it says he's directed. I'll say Morbing. Yeah, I'll say Morbing, too. I mean, I haven't even seen the movie, but I will. You just know. You yeah, I just it. know. It's it's what he's going to be remembered by, sadly. <laughs> that's fucking, <laughs> like, ridiculous. Okay, is this SpongeBob question you got serious, or is it a joke? Wait, what? From uh, old child support. Oh, how much is too oh, fuck's sake how much is too much when it comes to watching the spongebob movie spongebob sponge out of water that's keelan's friend oh see i don't know what that i haven't seen sponge out of water i think i've seen it once when i was a kid wait I'll there's say... a different spongebob movie not that yeah there's one. a new one with Keanu. yeah i haven't seen the new one because i think new spongebob is not nearly as good as the old stuff but the original spongebob movie was fucking awesome I'm pretty sure that's what that movie is. The original SpongeBob. Oh no, movie, there was a SpongeBob movie that came out in 2004 um, as well. It was the one with David Hasselhoff, you know, at the end. Yeah, but which one's the one SpongeBob Out of Water? SpongeBob Out of Water came out in 2015. Yeah, it says it came out in 2015. Oh. That's the one with Keanu Reeves. I'm pretty sure. Wait, no, the one with Keanu Reeves was very recent. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. This SpongeBob Out of Water did There's come out, one. so there must be three. Fuck. Yeah, but. <laughs> But the animation in Sponge Out of Water looks really weird. It's like that 3D animation yeah. to like live. At, I don't know what the fuck this is. I haven't seen it. Well, I'll say uh, once is enough, maybe. Yeah, I'll say that too. My answer to that. 
but I haven't seen it. So here. Okay, and this, I don't know what this is, but it's from Moax6. It says, why licorice pizza sucks so much. <laughs> Fuck these guys. Are these, these like... fucking guys. <laughs> <laughs> Moax6 has been following me since before Keelan was following oh. me. Like, he's a big Radiohead fan, and he liked my page, but we've been talking for a very long time. I mean... Mm-hmm. like we're not friends or anything i guess but we're like we know each other yeah but uh, i don't know why it sucks so much sorry well, you don't i mean you don't think it sucks but right i think it's all right yeah it's all right i i thought it was great personally for i mean just because i love pta but it's not like amazing all right and then uh topic <laughs> best 80s movies fuck i don't I know no uh i'll say the shining because that came out in 1980. Yeah, I'll say The Shining. Yeah. My brain is fried. I can't think Me of it. Me too. See, this is how mine usually feels after <laughs> when we're going this long. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last question. from Also from Film Forager. She said, if you could make an eternity wish, because that's what they make at the end of the movie. We didn't really talk about that part. But what would it be? Do you know? No. I Well, so an eternity wish. wish to mob. <laughs> is an eternity wish literally just like make a wish like whatever it'll yep, come true anything comes well true, i guess i this might be getting pretty deep but i i just i wish that i was happy all the time i just want to be happy all the time <laughs> no you yes, don't I do no you what, don't why who wouldn't no. want to be happy all the time you need sadness no. to make you appreciate happiness no but if you're always happy like no matter what then i mean you're always you know that's just dumb though no you would be annoying you would annoy people oh <laughs> I don't like to be depressed, though. I, I've had enough of that in my life to where it feels Like, think out. about how much you don't like happy people. I mean... Like, you see people that are happy all right. the time, and you're like, oh, fuck you, you're right, happy. Right, but if I was always happy no matter... Like, imagine people looking at you. Yeah, yeah, true. But if I was always happy no matter what, then, like, those people looking at me and thinking that I'm annoying still would not bother me because I would automatically have to be happy all the time. So I'd always be happy no matter what. I guess so. See? Uh, yeah, I don't know what my eternity wish would be. Yeah, I mean, mine would just, I don't know. I'm, for a while, mine would be like, I, I just want to be rich, you know, like make me a billionaire. But like, <laughs> I really do believe money, it can buy things that make me happy, but it can't prevent me from ever feeling sad, you know, so I just want to be yeah. happy. I I want money. Yeah. Yeah, money. I, I mean, I want success more than I want money. Hmm. But yeah. Fair enough. I wish for uh, YouTube monetization. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that shouldn't be too hard to get. Like a lot of, I mean, you know, you just you need to get to 1000 subscribers, which oh. I'm not at. What are you at? I need to get a, a certain amount of view hours. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's like, no, not view hours, view, view minutes. And I think it's like 10,000, something like Damn. that. Damn. And yeah, I can't remember where yeah. exactly I'm at with that. But with subscribers, I'm at like 600 and something, oh. nearly at 700. Well, you're over halfway, so... That's good, at least. Yeah, but the the minutes watch thing is a that's the worst part. Yeah, trying that to is get true. that up. Well, so happiness and then YouTube monetization. <laughs> There's our yeah. our eternity <laughs> wishes. So yeah, that's all the questions. Fuck, this is a long episode. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, I, you don't have to edit it. Don't worry. That's I mean, no, no, I know. But even though episodes like this i wouldn't mind as much because i mean i love anything about the house of jack built so i'd love editing that part <laughs> but i knew that's why i would go on a while because i could literally talk about this movie all day i didn't think it would go on that long but oh i know it's fine as always 
You can find me at Views by Quinn on all the social medias, mainly Instagram, <clears throat> then Letterbox, then everything else below it, like Music Board, Goodreads? I don't know. I'll just say <laughs> Goodreads uh, and Serialized now. I'm done plugging Twitter, even though I say that every time. You can find me at Movies Music Me on uh, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, Letterboxd is Movies underscore Music underscore Me. Serialized, Music Board, all that. Just go to the link tree in my Instagram. <laughs> you'll find everything. I was about to say. Just... Also, I just posted a playlist of like uh, 170 songs from 2021 that are all bangers. So if you want to check that out in my link tree, please check it out because there are some absolute tunes in there. You'll love it. There you go. And if you did enjoy this episode, then please rate us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever you like. Give us five stars if you enjoyed it. We would appreciate it. We're sitting at a five stars right now, so we're, we're doing something right. Yeah. But if anything you can do to support us, we would appreciate it. Mm -hmm. It means a lot. Yes. And thanks for the... I haven't, I haven't said this before on the podcast, but thanks for the support so far. Yeah. Like, we've been doing great, and the episodes have been getting better. I've been enjoying the shit out of them. <laughs> and we're just, like, getting into the groove of things. Things are changing. Things are evolving. Yes. But we really appreciate all the support. We do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ditto. <laughs> Same mm -hmm. here. Yeah, that's it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I always think there's something else, but there's not. So... Bye, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. All right. Peace out, bitches. That was a short one. That was one. an energetic one. I know. Nobody wants to help. <laughs>